Please don't take this person out Would you politely go to hell Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days You know exactly who's here and why Do you want to hear about something from the dinosaur era? You could have a baby in that time, but prematurely The numbers are there, but the math doesn't add up You can't turn off a faucet You got it again, boss You're great, you're golden, let's go It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. DDS, welcome to the program. 31E is the name of this episode, or the number of this episode. It's not a name. We don't name our episodes. Or watch Rockford Files. They'll be guilty. <laughs> you know, uh, Lost at Sea. They've given names. Or uh, The first uh, several seasons of Conan did that. Remember that where they did the, yeah. like, the Quinn Martin thing where they went? Yes. This episode... I loved that. I loved it. And then, you know what? Feedback was uh, the audience did not. Yeah, it probably confused them. They didn't understand it yeah. because they're young. They're too young right. uh, to get it. And whereas every white dude in the writer's room, along <laughs> with, uh, you know, Conan, Mike Sweeney and Jeff Rowe, they were like, yes. And, and, and Andy. And by the way, if I was in that room, I would have been I would have been the biggest champion of it, mm-hmm. uh, of it all. Uh, they also I don't remember. They shortened up the opening credits too. they. Uh, they they thought the opening credits were too long. Let get to it is what they said. That seems to be a industry wide thing over the last twenty years. Just uh, tighten it up, get yeah. to the show. But it's a shame because the opening credits to all the we talked about it before the mm-hmm. opening credits uh, were exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them spun top ten hits out of it. You right. know, and, but that's it. You have to acknowledge that it's a very different psychological experience when you have no ability to skip it than when you can just. Get to, like if you're watching something and you just want to watch the thing and you know you can press a button and, and just get to the thing itself, that's a different psychological experience than going, it's 8 o'clock. I had to be in this seat at 8 o'clock right. to watch this, and now I have to sit here for 30 seconds. And it builds the anticipation. It's exciting, but... It's 30 seconds. Kids these days, they don't uh, I, they don't have that. Look, I, I make fun of it. I think it's insane that people can't wait 30 seconds for the program to begin while a wonderfully shot opening credit sequence happens. <laughs> um, but if you send me... I'm not kidding. If you send me a video that is more than 45 seconds long, <laughs> I ain't watching it. I, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but uh, we... Charlie, we watch How I Met Your Mother as a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the more episodes we see, the more I realize how inappropriate it is for his age. Oh, <laughs> it's very uh, he should not be watching. Should it you stop watching it as a family? Then it's too late. It's, OK, <laughs> might as well just like we're in for a penny and for a pound at this point. But uh, maybe it, maybe at least a good conversation. It's like, you know, that's not how you talk to women. And uh, no one acts like this. That's a terrible. That's an example of what you don't do. Who talks badly? to? to well, women they either? they you, they say the word bitch and they say the word slut way more than you could imagine. Do they do they do it? The uh, the Bowen Yang style bitch or do they do she's a bitch both really yeah and, uh, and she's a slut yeah and then and then no if she's a slut <laughs> I mean, you know, he or she if they're a slut let's call it out and they, I mean that seems to be their <laughs> logic listen Neil this Patrick is, Harris uh, stands behind it this is like 
10 years ago this show aired and now if it aired now people would be horrified if that's, our show 10 years ago aired no, i now. know but uh but that's not even why i brought it up uh, oh and so yeah then the character of barney is just a, a cartoon like literally every episode he says or does something that would he should be in prison really yeah i mean he's he's just uh you know he's a he's a womanizer that's the premise of mm-hmm. the character and so he's just con- it's just constantly like just disgusting but it's all ah, it's just a joke that he does that he's that's how he is and it's weird because the other characters aren't like that. And in real life, you'd be like, you wouldn't be friends with this guy. Right. He's a disgusting person. But that's I only bring up the show to say they have a kind of fun little maybe 15, 20 second jingle opening. And every single episode, Charlie gets up from the couch, stands in front of the television and does an interpretive dance. Never the same dance. He always just freestyles some kind of a dance thing to the music. I mean, sometimes they seem similar, but he tries to do a, a different one every single time. And uh, it's I love it. It's my favorite thing. Well, then for that reason alone, you can't stop watching. Exactly. I, I have to see. And I and I can't wait to see what he does for the f- series finale. Like, or will they will the uh, will the opening credit sequence go away at some point because of what we just talked about? Oh, I don't know. As we get closer. See, I've to already the end. seen. I've already watched the show all the way through, but I don't remember. Well, we, Elise and I started watching it during a writer's strike when nothing new was on TV. So we didn't see the first few seasons, but whatever we, whenever we started, we watched it from that point to the end. Mm. And now we're seeing it again and realizing we don't remember any of it because it's the kind of show you just kind of forget about. I, uh, I never watched one second of it. Is, uh, is it's, that, it's fun. Who's on there? Kaylee Cuoco. <laughs> and I know she's not, <laughs> uh, who I couldn't, I don't think I could name. Okay. Neil Patrick Harris. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some uh, one of your favorite uh, competition reality hosts is, on, is, a, is a cast member. Competition reality host. Yeah, she does a great job. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the many people you've ranted about oh. having not, having no business hosting. Oh, it's what's her name? It's the woman that ended up hosting that. She hosts that magician show. Exactly. Uh, Hannigan. Allison. Yeah, Hannigan. Allison Hannigan. Yeah, she's a bad host. <laughs> but she's good. Good actress. Good actress. Great actress. Not a great comedic actress but she's serviceable like she's just she's a good actor between period we, we don't know her doing anything but comedy right well no i mean like sitcom like she's not she doesn't sell a joke that great mm. but she's good at being she kind of well what about dude one time at band camp or whatever i mean that that, <laughs> that delivery okay, that's is true. flawless yeah I, I don't know what i mean then i guess it's just in oh, this I, by the way you're not gonna get an argument out of me in, I, the, the few clips i've seen i agree with you. in this show it's like she's got really good sitcom actors all around her and she just was, is kind of there jason siegel yep and then who's the other dark-haired fella he's done almost nothing before or since so but I'd he's good some, in this right yeah he's really good he's, in... he's like hollywood's elliot hokeberg i don't know if you've ever <laughs> if you watch this I, I i think about this it's crazy how often i think this he's basically like a like movie star handsome version of elliot and that's not a, a, and that's not an insult to you you certainly know you're not movie star handsome oh i've been told many times by <laughs> tell you that many times why would that come up more than once i don't know he's people. got it written on his mirror <laughs> <every day. laughs> reminder you are not movie star handsome do the best you can you can just get by oh, fuck we should all have that on our mirrors yeah yep right well, i don't I. have a mirror <laughs> that's one way to solve it that's yeah that's I, there you go he's also a vampire oh, oh. he's also a vampire that guy ted, ted he was in Josh. that show where it was like 
it was kind of supposed to be it seemed like it was supposed to be like glee but it was more dramatic drama yeah maybe. it was called like shine or oh we, yeah remember we tried watching that yeah. wanted to murder it i think i i think i may have it got i think it got canceled before they even finished a season but i think i watched every episode that aired of it it's one where the guy was sleeping in the in the the tech booth yes the kid yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that thing was un. that was awful it was terrible and it it had a crazy weird cast because well everything about it was like the Jeffrey Sellers, who produced Hamilton, was one of the producers. And then someone else, some other big name, might have been Jason Katims from who did Parenthood and Friday Night Lights. I think he produced it. I think you might be right. I think it was from the from the producers of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. So we were like, oh, So it was like, here we go. go. And it's about a musical and a high school setting. Come on. A high school musical production. Right. Check. Like, check. Yeah. Check. And then it and had then. it had the girl who was the voice of Moana. Uh, it had some other. Yeah. So Josh. Check for our household. <laughs> did, did it have the. Am I, am I thinking of a different show? Did yeah. it have Did it have the guy from uh, West Wing? And um, it had Bradley Whitford. It did have Bradley Whitford. Rise, it was called. Rise. Wait, did it have Bradley Whitford? I don't remember. Or did it have Bradley some Whitford. Bradley, well, there, there Bradley was, Whitford was on some other thing where, where it was also a musical thing. He was like oh, a conductor. Or that something. was like a half hour show. And that was wasn't it? bad. I didn't ever saw. It. I watched like one. He of goes them. to a small town and, yeah. and then okay. Uh, oh, he's the the choir. Thing. Yeah, there he's it like is. a yeah. pretentious choir yeah. coach or whatever in a small town. That was that was good. It was all right. Yeah. Who are the stars of Rise? So give us the, uh, the yeah. The, we're missing because I know who you're thinking about yeah. on this, yeah. but we're also thinking about that. Gotcha. No question uh, about it. The star, the guy who was in How I Met Your Mother, was Josh Radner. Yeah, Josh That's Radner. He's the and he was the the director guy in the show. Um, I don't see a guy that fits Elliot's description. There's Rosie Perez. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, the only reason why I thought of Bradley Whitford was because of the similarity. It's it, they're doing music and it's yeah, kind yeah, of a serious show, totally. right? Yeah, but there should be a guy like that. You would think. Well, I think jo- Josh Radner kind of was that character a little bit. He's the teacher. Yeah, he's the guy that like discovers the kids sleeping in the tech booth. Yeah, he's he's like the guy that's like the school's trying to cut the arts budget and he's right. fighting for like let's we got to do this put this show together and every single one of these shows, by the way. Because I just saw another thing that did this. Oh, yeah, it was... Uh, what was that movie called? Anyway, uh, every single show or movie about this kind of thing, there's always a jock who secretly wants to yes. sing. <laughs> and so so that this had that also, where they like cast the, the, the star of the football team as the lead. Right. And everyone's like, he can't do it. Like, wait a minute. All the theater people are like, yeah. no, we can't do it. And all the sport jockey guys are like, nah, that's for gays or whatever. And uh, guess what? He's got a hidden talent. But we just watched a movie on like Paramount Plus or something that was like an ex- exact same thing. But it was actually kind of good. And it was the girl. Shit. I'm not going to. This is going to be so frustrating because I'm not going to remember any. I'm not even going to remember enough about it to tell you what it was. But it was kind of good. All right. Damn. It's not the one with the Stranger Things kid, right? Yes. Thank you. Uh, What's that honor called? student or yeah. honor roll or something like that? Some, yeah. And it's one of those movies where it's called like honor roll, but the character's name is honor. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's what they're crazy. Anatomy. That's what they're working with. Yeah. Uh, that's always fun, but yeah. Honor society. I, honor society. Yeah. It's about a, it's about a girl. It's kind of like election a little bit. It's about a girl who's like top of her class. And there's a teacher who has a connection to Harvard or something or Yale and so, like, he can give one recommendation, and like, her whole her whole life is built up to like trying to get mm-hmm. into Harvard, and she's competing against these three other students to like get the recommendation. So she's trying to sabotage them and undermine them. Um, but wouldn't you know it, Jimmy? She makes some friends along the way. Oh, does she really? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! So she actually finds out that the 
the the real honor society was the friend she made along oh, the way. Oh, that's nice. Spoiler. <laughs> she finds out the real honor society. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, it was kind of good. Like it I, it was very by the numbers, but I I kind of liked it. You know what? Those movies need to be made sometimes. Yeah. And we uh uh, and that kid was good, the Gaten Matarazzo, whatever his name is. Yeah, Gaten Matarazzo. Uh, speaking of uh, movies and such, it, our neighborhood is uh, uh, either it's a Hallmark movie or something, but uh, four houses away from, not even four, one, it's the corner house, road, house. Yeah. Is, uh, they're using it for interior and exterior for a movie. Oh, boy. And uh, they came to our house to tell us they were doing that, and... Um, she goes, so if you have any complaints or any thoughts, I go, it's annoying. Because <laughs> I, I, tr- I, I can't stand when they, because they, yeah. they, they stop you from, wa- they mm-hmm. stop you from, wa- you got to stop walking. We're doing, fuck off. Yeah. I'm living my life. It's like, and I, tomorrow morning specifically that it, in front of our house, it's no, no parking because that's mm-hmm. where all the trucks are going to be. It's yeah. all on our street because they have to be on our street. Because they're shooting on the other street, right? So they and that street needs that to look cl- like a street, like, like a normal street, right? So, um, but it's annoying because, like, if I, when I'm ready to back out of my driveway, or because or, I can't park on the street, when I'm yeah. ready to leave my driveway to go to my doctor's appointments, yeah, uh, I don't give a shit if you're in the middle of a take. I know I'm going, and no, sir, you're gonna have to. Nope, you know, it, it, it's just. Uh, it's infuriating that Hollywood yeah. thinks they're. By the way, we're in show business in right. a way with this podcast that they think they're that fucking important. Well, the the worst is like. It's the PA whose job it is to stop you. Yes, that thinks and that, that they, they they like have the power of God to like control the sidewalk and everything around them. It's like you're like it's it's annoying no matter who's doing it, but it's crazy the power trip they're getting off. Like a twenty three year old. Yes, it's just it's just. 23-year-old just moved here yeah. trying to get into show business. And then, and, <laughs> and I guess we've all been that person, but I never had that specific job like where I was like <laughs> controlling foot traffic or anything. Uh, but yeah, our old street uh, had two, had the, the nicest house on our old street and the church on the corner, both, they shot a lot of stuff at both of those places. And I would be like driving home and they'd be like, hold on. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to go, I think, because I don't <laughs> care about your production. I, I don't. And I, I'm going home. <laughs> what's ridiculous is, by the way, to that point is um, if I, like, I might have a friend in this thing. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. And you could have had a friend in <laughs> right. those things. Yeah. But it's still like, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've got yeah. to get like, to. This isn't, a, this isn't like a matter of life or death that you get this shot. Exactly. Like you can wait 10 seconds while I drive through. Uh, I remember they stopped us once. Danielle and I were coming back from breakfast uh, at our first apartment. And uh, they were doing, what's it called on Showtime with Jennifer Beals? The L. The L word. The L word. Yeah. They were shooting that on our corner. And they, it, I was a dick. And they're like, you got to stop. I go, no, nah, I'm going to go home. And I, <laughs> and I just kept walking. And. It was clear they were very upset with me, yeah. but I, I'm I'm going home. There's another thing about when you're when you're just a pedestrian. If they don't give you any other option, like if they don't, you know, sometimes they'll put cones out so it's like you can't walk here, but you can walk around. I'm like, fine, I'm happy to walk around. But if they if they literally expect you to just stand there for five minutes, I'm like, fuck that. No. And here, yeah, in Chicago, when that would happen. You'd wait the five minutes because you go, holy shit, <laughs> look, exciting, they're making yeah. a movie or a TV show. Yeah. That, that's different. But here where you drive past it all the time, oh, there, there's Jay Leno doing mm-hmm. his thing. Yeah. There's so-and-so. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, Oliver has been making me laugh. You know, there's in the trailer for the Downton movie mm-hmm. where, you know, they go to Downton to make a movie. Yeah. And um, uh, I believe it's the, the woman, 
she was an 80s star i forget her name i know i always get it's it's not elizabeth perkins and it's mcgovern it's elizabeth mcgovern yeah, right it's McGovern. so she goes uh she goes the modern world has come to doubt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and oliver does it so that yesterday he just kept walking around going the modern world has come to baldwin <laughs> and uh, yeah it was wonderful he's uh uh, but you know, in, now in fairness, he might be excited about it. He might. If he, I was a kid, he might get a charge out of watching. If it was, if if I as a kid, I mean, first of all, we didn't grow up in in Los Angeles, but like, so maybe Danielle would have a different perspective. But oh my god, I would have lost my mind if they had been filming a movie on my street as a kid. One hundred. Look, I'm being a dickhead because I'm inconvenienced. Yeah. When I was on my run once, and I had to go on to the other side of Baldwin Hills, mm-hmm. up in the hills. Yeah. They were shoot. I think they were shooting Blackish or something. I think it. Oh, look at oh, they're shooting Blackish. Yeah. You know, because I wasn't in the way. It was down in the middle of the block. But I yeah. saw that they were doing it. And I think I saw, you know, Anthony Anderson, mm-hmm. or or at least I heard him yelling his lines. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I did get a little, even at my age, like, yo, look at that. Yeah. I, I also don't appreciate when you ask what they're shooting and they don't tell you. And they don't tell you. It's like, you're inconveniencing me. At least you could do is give me the slight amount of buzz, like charge right. that I could get out of. And I actually saw, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard that. If people who, you know, work in production say like that you should they they always just answer tampon commercial or something. Oh, do they really? Yeah. No matter what it is, just to make you go Go away. away. (laughs) uh, Which is, I think, actually kind of a funny thing to do. Oh, the menstrual cycle has come to Baldwin. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, I'm sorry. But I like, but I I just like, you want to know. Even just lie to me. Just just say it's the new Star Wars movie. Or. (laughs) I don't care. Tell you you what it is. So then maybe you might watch it. Yeah. So you go, oh, there's our, that's our neighborhood. Or or you can tell people, hey, watch this movie. They shot right next to my house. Like, it's ridiculous that it's a secret. They shot a scene for, uh, for Captain Marvel a couple blocks from my old house. Uh, Remember Tin Horn Flats, that crazy restaurant that now shut down because the they, owner was they officially asshole. shut they shut it down it's shut down i i heard that that was sold and that's going to reopen with a different thing i don't know really where this what's going on with it now but yeah there's a big scene with brie larson and samuel l jackson in in tinhorn flats oh and they yeah, shot there yeah, I remember for, that yeah they it, in the movie they're like driving up the you know up north to go to some military compound or something and they stop at a dive bar but and anyway that's the that's flats so like when they were shooting they shot it for like a full week i would walk buster down that block like as much as i could just to see if i could catch a glimpse of samuel L. jackson sure i didn't or, Br- or brie larson yeah uh either one she's but- too busy driving her nissan <laughs> she's in the nissan commercials elliot you don't know that because you don't have hollywood good looks uh <laughs> only folks with hollywood good looks know that i can't say it fast <laughs> enough for, for comedy to you want to take it good, good look. take one more swing at nope <laughs> two, 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 two strikes yeah, on you're hollywood you're, good looks you're oh and two on we're that in uh, we're in very abbreviated innings two strikes in your <laughs> Route. sit down um anyway so if if i i mean maybe that's the thing it's like you you live with the inconvenience just because sometimes maybe it is actually kind of a cool thing but it, i don't know i i just i i you know what to me it is it, it's the like it's the arrogance of the people thinking that it's the most important thing yeah. in the world and what you're doing in your life isn't important that's right. the part that bothers right, right, you right. go out and shake them down a little bit if you want what am i gonna do go out and uh get a little uh scratch from them that's what i've heard tale from my friend who was a set monitor that when they would shoot downtown people would come down from their apartments like you can't be here get the fuck out blah 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 and then they would just pay them oh really here's a grand here's four whatever what? i think they had 
like money specifically set aside for the annoying to people? shut up people wow. in the neighborhood that they're filming in. Well, guess who's going to come in here a little heavier in the pocket on Monday? <laughs> Doesn't hurt to try. That's amazing. Uh, I've never heard that. By the way, I don't do that. I, I don't. I, I don't have the balls to do that. I don't. Well, if they're parked in front of your house, that might be the perfect opportunity. That's it. If they're if they're blocking my drive at any point, mm-hmm. it's. Um, yeah, that's going to cost you twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, at, at my old house, they would come like a, a a location person would come down, would just walk down the street like a week ahead of the shoot, and they would knock on your door and they'd say, "Can you like are you we're shooting? Are you are you okay with this?" But I don't know. I never know what would ha- knew what would happen if you were just like no. Well, that's what I said when the woman came to our door. Yeah, I told her it's annoying. Right, and then she's like, "Well, do I, do I have a name?" And she goes, "Yeah, I'm Jim." And she goes, "Okay." And then she's looking. I go. It's you can write it down. <laughs> so what, then what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't you, know. I, I it's didn't been st- recorded that you were not happy with. I this? didn't stop production. They're yeah. still they're still decorating the house. It's going to yeah. be a Christmas movie. Okay. They put some lights on the, uh, and it's from seven a to midnight uh, or longer. Oh boy. Yeah. So you know we're gonna you know they got to do some night scenes otherwise why you know what, yeah. I do. I still I admit it. I did like seeing because like they they shot some car commercials at this house down the street from us and. It's kind of fun to see like the crane and the like. They're doing like kind of elaborate shot. Like it's it's. I'm a nerd about that part of it. Like I like seeing the how they do it. But uh, you just brought up a great point. Do I need to park? Do I need to park a block or so away, and w- so you can get out? So I can get out. Yes. Because if there's a crane blocking, this is where uh, Garen's idea comes in. Because if you can't park in your driveway you can't charge your car which means maybe you can't get somewhere i can't get so somewhere. you have to go make a nuisance of yourself and get some of that sweet sweet cash i'm gonna get some money i'm gonna shake down the poor 19 year old kid in an ill-fitting security thing. suit like that we are increasingly the assholes in all this like if it wasn't clear from the outset of this story well i i, I hear I, I agree with you about the pa that has this ridiculous uh, delusional amount of power yeah uh, but also he's doing that because somebody told him right that's what you need to do yeah and so it's it's that person yeah it's that producer who's walking around you got eyes on tony that asshole well there should just be a different attitude and a different policy from the top down of yes. like you let the residents go by because we're using their street we're, yeah it's just and it's not a crisis and you know who's getting that house is getting paid right for three days yeah they're getting handsomely paid. That could be like absolutely. It could be like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. a crazy amount of money. They apparently destroy your house most of the time. They but. claim uh, when they wanted to use our house the one time, uh, they claim any damage we do, we will repair. Right, and um, then they chose not to use our house. They used it. Might have been that blackish thing where they used on the oh, other side. Uh, yeah, maybe. Would um, you? Is that something you would even like to have? Would we were, you be interested we, in. We were one hundred percent in because. It can be $50,000. Sure. My friend AJ did it. And they, no, I'm sorry. My friend Ted lied, uh, did it a few times and uh, like a few times. And it was like, this is crazy money. Mm -hmm. So the answer is yes. Let's talk after the, but what about the (laughs) inconvenience? I mean, like I, they asked us once and I was just like, I just don't have the energy to like clean everything up and get everything put away and, and, and make sure that nothing valuable is, you know, and then, and then where do you go when they're shooting? I guess you go into a hotel. And they put you up. Yeah. They give you a hotel for however long it is. I, uh, Ted Light, I believe, had to live in a hotel for a month. Jeez. Oh, wow. But which was like, because it was so long, it was more money. I mean, on one level, I, it sounds kind of fun and exciting. But for at least when we were in our old house, which was very small and we just didn't have enough room to put things away. And it was just kind of like, I, how do, what are we supposed to do with all this stuff? Like right. it was a major undertaking to like even clear it out for them. 
So we just said no. Why is Garen being so uh, with his whispery know. voice? Let's I, talk. What What do you know? I, my a friend of mine does that for a living. Like he he yeah. reps he reps locations. Oh, okay. So uh-huh. he basically is on movie sets or whatever, like protecting the house. Oh. And well, they have properties that they work with and that they rep represent. Mm-hmm. So I can, if you want, I can be like, hey, are you guys looking for properties? And they can like keep it in their portfolio oh, you meant, or whatever. You meant, well, let's talk in that regard. Yeah. It sounded like you meant, let's talk. I've got some... Oh, yeah, you I've know. got a multi-million dollar movie in there. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what it sounded like. Like, I'm about to shoot a big, big project. Oh, guys, it's, it's Spielberg's producing it. We're, it's it's happening. We're lensing in 30 days. So. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that a phrase? That's the variety speak. Oh, yeah. oh. Gross. Gross. <laughs> um, I, have, I have kind of personal experience with this in that when I was managing a little theater, a, um, a reality show crew wanted to use the theater for something that they were doing. And I will say this. I think it also depends on the budget of the production, and you should always check that first. Because these folks, they didn't give a fuck about the theater, oh. and they lied about how many people were going to be there because they said it was going to be fifteen, and it was seventy-five. Whoa! And that's, um, a, big that's a jump. That's, that's a, a huge jump. jump. And when I and when I talked to the location scout, I said, "You told us it was this, and this is way more people, and it's a lot more destruction." She's like, "Well, you agreed to it, so." And it, it doesn't say the number in the contract, so you have to deal with it. Wow. Like they were such dicks. And my sense is that it's non-union reality. Like they're you know quick turnaround, and they they took up our whole parking lot where they were only supposed to take up like th- three spaces because we were going to be doing other things at the same time. Like it was a whole thing, and we got paid an okay amount of money, but we should have gotten like five times the amount based on what they did, and they didn't fix jack shit. They didn't. So so I would I would definitely make sure that of the size of the production before you actually agree. I'm only doing motion pictures so <laughs> sure. I hear what you're getting at uh, you know at union motion pictures That's, yeah that, that my house is uh, my house is in the union oh good oh. yeah my house, house union my house is SAG yeah <laughs> oh uh, so that your house has insurance the screen architecture uh, it's is not making no no it's not making enough money oh, okay uh, that's too bad well, maybe uh, uh, get one, get hooked up with Garen's friend and uh, get meet that that quota. Get your credits. Yeah, I don't know if uh, points. Is it points? Uh, or cre- it's X amount of money. You got to make. X oh, amount it's of money, money for sake. Okay. Yeah, points is for WGA. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's points. Is so, it? Is it points? I think it's points. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was on it at midnight. I got a lot of points over there. I would. And, I was going to say points. There's point. You know this, Garen, because of your knowledge of the fundamentals. There's points in basketball games. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, like whoever, whoever has the most wins. Twos, threes. Whoever has the most wins. <laughs> Sometimes a one. Uh, yeah, every now and then a one. Yeah, That's true. Yeah. Free throw. You're doing that free throw, then you miss the second one, or you get the and one, the end one. Yeah, mm-hmm. three point conversions. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. <laughs> These are names of things. Is that a thing in basketball? Yeah, when you get you get fouled on the layup or something, and then you oh, yeah, get then the you one get, shot. They call it right. a three point conversion. And of course, I've Do taught they? all of this. I mean, I, I I have never I I hear three point conversions in, from in uh, football. football. Yeah. Where you, no, where, you uh-uh. where you can't I'm you know you positive. can't make a touchdown so maybe, you go for the three point maybe field it's goal. college but I went to a million UCLA games and when we would hear the thing on the way home they would talk about the three point conversion all right well listen that's uh, maybe it's a, I could be wrong or maybe it's old the three point conversion is a sports media company that has that has <laughs> new covers with all the sports and news updates the f- I mean you're not wrong that you can you can score three points that what they used to call the old fashioned way before the three point line was right. created. 
getting scoring three the old-fashioned way was you score and get fouled and you make the free throw for the third point in, in, but i don't in, know if i in pro is it also just one shot off of a foul to I make the basket yes. okay, yeah. yeah then when do you get two when, when you're dribbling that there's there's personal fouls and there's team fouls and uh with in the nba you have a certain number of team fouls that don't result in uh in foul shots but if you go over the limit i think it's like five right then you're in the penalty they call it then any foul it results in free is that throws. per quarter per half uh or per game i don't that's a great question it might it might be per game but it might be per half i don't remember i, I don't remember either but i will say this that i think in football it's a two-point conversion because you're going for the true the you're talking about the two-point yeah good call you're right yeah. but i was good thinking of, of field goals me too well you never convert a well, you would you you're on four on fourth down. Like sure, I sure. said, you can't make the touchdown, so you, you right. go for the field goal. Convert yeah. it by and you get three it. points. <laughs> if this information is correct, it says <laughs> the new league released. Was this for you? What's the USFL? You know, that's the old. That's the old football league, which I think I don't know that exists. Does it still exist? I don't Why think so. Don't, March twenty third, twenty twenty two. But it said they added a new three point conversion thing to the. I'm curious. Several new it? twists to the traditional rules in the NFL and college football. Okay. Scoring teams have a third option to attempt an extra point. A successful scrimmage play from the 10-yard line equals three points. So you can, instead of going from the, what is it, the, the one-yard the, line? or Yeah, or something, the five. I don't, I don't remember. What, to, you mean to kick? No, the, the two-point conversion, which, which was only in college for a long time, is instead of kicking the extra point, right. you could get two by running it in from, or Throwing, throwing it. And you it do in. that as a uh, as a bluff, right? You're, you, right. Well, you look you, like you're going to kick it, and then you you might you might, or just, you could just line up saying, "Hey, we are going for it. Try to stop us." I see. Yeah. But the, what they're saying is now you can get three by trying the same thing from farther, from farther back. back. Huh? That's interesting. Oh, this wait, has maybe? been sports talk with four guys who don't four. know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and uh-huh. trying to make heads or tails out of an article that is not exactly clear you guys want to talk about baseball a little bit <laughs> um i can tell you all about the you know offside rule in soccer did no, i tell you guys i'm yeah I'm, we, yeah we did we heard i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. referring no, what, what about your what, what about your illegal in the united states shoes have you received those yet <laughs> no i got another pair so i'm going to cancel that order you cancel the rules because they're they're also they're they're the they've been delayed until november so the season's going to be over. Get gone yourself get yourself something local. Yeah, gone till November exactly. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm refereeing Charlie's uh, league, not his games because I'm not allowed to. But uh, yeah, I had to take a eight hour class. Did you really? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> to me, it's like this is like the simplest game in the world, right? Like the whole point of soccer is it's very simple. But I had to take an eight hour class and then like four more hours online just to be like registered for a kids soccer <laughs> yeah the the, for, the online stuff was more about like cpr and like um like just it is more about like let's make sure these adults are sh- like can be around children it's right. not about the game at all it's more about like like look out for hazing and look you know how, like what what constitutes abuse and uh what you know it was like actually a, a very depressing thing to go through because it was just like all these scenarios like like if a if a coach is acting friendly and and, and asks for a player's like uh, phone number or you know they want to message them privately should you a talk to the regional commissioner b go to the police i was like jesus christ why do i have to think about this i'm Which an assistant uh in that situation oh and then one of the options which is incorrect is like talk to the person about and, and suggest that that's not appropriate the, the, you should you should talk to the the regional commissioner and additionally perhaps 
talk to the police and if you think there's something if you think it's for, creepy yeah, yeah. but Although the, it's creepy is, is talking to the parents an option there I think the I think the idea was like talk to the commissioner first and then the commissioner will have the resources to know what the right thing to do is and they might go to the parents. Oh, I see. So so but as as an assistant ref, I'm not supposed to go right to the parents is my point. Yeah. Okay. How many times are the parents even there? Yeah, I mean this is by the way this this course is for for both refs and coaches and a lot of it was mm. geared more towards the coaching thing which I'm like I don't even I don't have to But do you know what you let us slide here a little bit. You initially told us you were a referee and now we hear you're an assistant it turns referee. Out <laughs> you can't jump right into head okay. ref. That's uh that is a bridge too far Jimmy. Yeah, uh, uh, I need I need to get some hours under my belt before well, I'm ready get, to be a center ref. Yeah, and now now are you going to wear your new snazzy shoes as the referee as well? I don't think so i think i could just wear regular sneakers um i've only i've refed one game so far it was very stressful i i feel very comfortable with the rules of the game but having to be the one to and by the way the the assistant ref all you do is who is it out of bounds on and offsides that's basically your only responsibility if you see a foul you can raise your flag but the the center ref is supposed to deal with that so my i was like i know the game i've been watching this for years but like it's different watching it for fun and being like I am the one who must determine wh- yeah. which was right and which was wrong. And I'm like I don't know who the fuck that came off of. It's a fucking scramble play. Mm-hmm. The kids just bunched up like a pack of hyenas <laughs> all around the ball, and then the ball squirts out. I'm like, how the fuck do I know which kid kicked it? I guess you just throw a flag out. And yeah, go, uh, and then someone yells at you. at you. That's the thing. Like they were like, hey, we need refs because a lot of people have quit because <laughs> everyone's getting abused. Like refs are being yelled at too much. So, uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing that. Well, good luck to you on that. Sounds yeah. like that might be a job for me. Boy, this spelling family's all in on soccer. You would yeah. love, you would love it, Elliot. Yeah. yeah. You'd be good at that. Yeah. I'd probably be okay. I realized the experience of getting yelled at. So exactly. Maybe. That's where I was coming from. <laughs> Let's get you out there. Well, that, that, and I think you are, you are very good at like just maintaining a facade of professionalism mm. and impartiality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to, I realized so quickly, like I do not have the personality for this at yeah. all. Like I'm not suited to basically wielding any power (laughs) saying what was right or what was wrong being criticized being criticized i can't stand it yeah uh yeah so all of it is bad as far as i'm have you been yelled at yet by a by a parent no but there was there was one i've only done one game and the very first call i had to make so i was so focused on the offside thing because that seems like the hardest thing to it is the it is the hardest thing to even in the professional ranks they constantly argue about whether someone was right or wrong about that so i was like so laser focused on offsides that i totally forgot about the ball going out of bounds and so the ball went out of bounds i'm like i have no clue who that was out of bounds (laughs) on so i was just like i don't know i just like stuck the flag (laughs) one way and uh and then like nothing really happened the kid picked it up and threw it in and then i heard the coach going like why did they get the throw in? <laughs> like, he wasn't even mad. He was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, I totally have no idea if I was right or wrong, but right. I'll try to do better next time. Like that's all I could. And luckily the assistant coach of the, so each, each assistant ref is on one's on one side, one's on the other. And you're kind of responsible for the team. That's li- like on your side, because you have to also, uh, keep track of their subs like there's a lot of subs rules of like oh. only like every kid has to play three quarters and no one can play four quarters unless everyone has played three already mm. so like i'm the one who has to edit at the end of every quarter go over and be like um yeah like that's like who's in and who's out and mark it down on my little card but luckily i knew the assistant coach 
of the team who was on my side and she had also taken the ref class with me so we it was some friendly there was like a, a friendliness between us that i think probably helped me not get yelled at right? <laughs> whereas otherwise if she hadn't known me she probably would have been yelling at me now completely off topic i believe this our guest she probably tested just tested for Tuesday, yeah. for right hey garen well they'll, they'll figure it out won't they? didn't she just test for you guys on monday we all that's t- fine yeah 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 Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's when we test. We tested right. Sunday. Well, yeah. be, before we get we get away from this topic, yes, uh, I did d- do a quick look up. Um, first of all, I think the thing I was thinking of was three point play. Yes. Yeah. Where that, you where right. you you, you I, I, but I'm I'm sure that I've heard the term three three point conversion somewhere, but that's not the standard. And the other thing is, you were asking about when do you shoot two baskets. I don't know if Garen gave you the answer or not, but in looking that up, if you shoot a three pointer. And yeah. you get fouled and you miss. You get three. You get three so. shots, and if you make it, you could make it a four-point play. Oh my goodness! Right. Um, but, but so he, that suggests that the only way to get two shots is if, unless there's some other rule, is if you were shooting and the foul caused you to miss the shot. He's right. exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Gary. Right, like a non a non shooting foul <laughs> is just one. Is you know, there's no well, there's in, no shooting in professional basketball. Oh, there, that's there's right. no free throw unless you're over the penalty. In college, they do that one plus one thing, which is weird. Right. Like there's a, if it's a shooting foul, you get two free throws. If it's a non-shooting foul, you take one, and if you miss it, that's it. But if you, you make, make it, it, you get, get, to get another, another chance. One, right. Which I think is weird. That was the high school. <laughs> I remember that from high school. But yeah. it's, it's to discourage fouls because you're giving away points, theoretically. Well, they all do that. But I don't. the one plus one thing, I just always... What's I wrong mean, with the one plus one? I, kinda, I mean, it's maybe, maybe it's better than the other version. I just It's confusing that it's different. That's all I'm complaining about. Well, listen, every, every league has its own rules, and we wish them the best of luck. Yeah, it's true. Um, you talking about being stressed out as a referee. By the way, Christine Kimmel is here. She just uh, joined us. She's taking time away from <laughs> researching how to survive something. Um, this week's episode is about catfishing, which is very good, with uh, Wendy Miller. Very fun episode. Uh, Wendy's a wonderful person who... Uh, on the show says uh, she's not so sure she enjoys being in show business yet she has not stopped working since the day she arrived here so uh she's very successful that's my point when it, why are you mad at what are you mad about what what why are you mad at me this is just what my face oh <laughs> <laughs> but you look mad you literally look mad at me did i upset you i'm complimenting your show maybe she's mad that wendy miller is, has been more successful than she has show business not, not, i don't you know what i'm mad about the people who just fall into show business yeah. and are like, I never really wanted to do this, and now I just keep working. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, now that is not yeah. Wendy Miller. It, it, it's just so that pe- people listening are confused. That was not her. She chose to do this. Yes. No. No. I wasn't specifically calling out Wendy Miller, right. but the people who just fall into it and are like, I'd rather do. So-. You know what? I always just wanted to to knit. Then scram. Yeah. Then yeah. then get out of my Open way. Open up the space. I just yeah. got tired of casting people stopping me on the street and demanding that I work in their movie. <laughs> yeah. That that that's because that's all of our dreams, right? Is like to not try at all and yes. then just have someone give you something amazing. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. would be the best. But of course, that's, that doesn't happen. You heard about Michael J. Fox, right? He was living. Uh, you know, basically, he didn't have a phone, so he would go down to the. Uh, payphone to call as you can. Uh, <laughs> I think I, this is you know that's the story about four million. Right, but I don't. I didn't necessarily know that about him. I don't. I, don't, I also don't believe it's true. Right? I don't know I, the story. Oh, the story is before he got uh, uh, family, ties. family ties. He had already done Teen Wolf, I believe, but before or maybe not. But whatever, whatever one was his first thing. He he was 
you know, the, the story we've heard a million times. I was ready to move back. Oh. Uh, I believe the girl from Lost said the same thing. Lily, whatever her name is. Evangeline Lily. Uh, Evangeline Lily. I, I, was, I was all packed up and ready to go. Then I got this audition, and I got, and then my agent called me, and I didn't even have a phone. He had to call my friend. And they all have that, where it's like it's some publicity bullshit where. Oh, you think it's made up? Oh, I do, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if he had an agent. That story's bullshit. There's no way you're repped and, oh, I don't have a phone. I got to go to the payphone. That's right? bull. Unless they're like, you know, a lot of actors are like super, like, I'm just like, I'm about the craft. Like, I, I don't need any external distractions. So I didn't even get a phone. Like, I actually just live in a closet. And it's well, like, okay, well, that's your choice. Well, that person's a weirdo. <laughs> I guess that's Bill Murray, right? Bill Murray doesn't. Uh, or like Crispin Glover. I feel like this yeah. is the kind of guy who might do that. Uh, yeah. Bill Murray famously has like a phone number. With an answering machine connected to it. And you call him, and yeah. if he's interested, he calls you back. And if yeah. you're not, he doesn't. Like, uh, I don't have that phone number, though. I'd, I'd invite him on this program. So he said he negotiated the role of Alex Keaton at a payphone at Pioneer Chicken. And he got the role only because Matthew Broderick was unavailable. Oh, that's hmm. interesting. So maybe that's... I don't know if Matthew Broderick would have been good in that role. And I like no. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Although maybe, I'm just, maybe I just know it so much as Michael J. Fox. Why are the accent on the middle syllable? <laughs> Where's well, I want to know more about this Pioneer Chicken. What's that? <laughs> well, there was a, they, they used to be a chain around Los Angeles, yeah, okay. and there was one last one. I believe it's gone. Which was is, on, it, is it gone now? On that tri corner. Is that uh, what well, there, no, there, there is one like somewhere in inland, like well, that's, Alhambra or something like that's that. That's very possible. This may be the thing. You, I feel like this came up. Not there, that long there was ago, there right? was one. Yeah, there was one at like Lincoln Boulevard and. Uh, well, there, there was Colorado one at the corner of that, you know, it's, uh, what is it, Fairfax, Olympic, oh, and San Vicente. Yes. yes. There was I one there right. uh, uh, yeah. on a diagonal, and now I believe it's a Starbucks. As of 2021. Here we go. This is an update of, as of a year ago. There are only two locations remaining, one in the Boyle, Boyle Heights district of L.A. and the other in Bell Gardens. Oh, yeah. Both it's unrelated similar. former franchises. <laughs> There's a chance I drive past that one in Boyle Heights on a regular basis, and yeah. it didn't uh, occur to me that I do so. I think there's always a line. There's always a line. Is there. it good? I I enjoyed it. It was a little salty, and I think it was kind of like a tempura ish kind of fried oh, chicken instead of uh, yeah, kind of it kind of puffed up. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> By the way, I finally had that raising canes. That uh, yeah, and there's such a hubbub in Burbank. Chi- it's a chicken strip. Yeah, that's all they have, and it's pretty good. Oh, good. All right. It's not like it's not wait 45 minutes in a drive-through line no. good, but uh, it's have some trouble parking walk in and order like a normal human being and get it in 10 minutes good i would uh, say that i have had it on the road yeah and i remember just going yeah chicken strips right and that's kind of how <laughs> and, i feel and, about chick-fil-a too and they're good you people no, go chick-fil-a is worse than that i agree it's better than chick-fil-a but it's crazy how people from the south go nuts about chick-fil-a and i just don't i think we've talked about when we had it in atlanta we all yeah. agreed this is it's mall chicken at best right it's a chain restaurant that chain restaurant that hates the queers <laughs> um, <laughs> well they do yeah that's their words, not mine. That does make it taste a little better. The hatred. <laughs> <laughs> they marinate the chicken. Yeah, hate. Really Any kind good. of passion will make something better. Yeah. Now, before we bring Christine over, I want to, because you brought this up uh, about stressful, I decided in watching baseball this week that I believe, while it looks cool, the most stressful job in the world, not in the world, but in, in baseball, has to be 
the ball guy or the ball, ball girl on the sideline, you know, in, in oh, the foul area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're right next to the crowd, right? You're right next to the crowd. You, if if the play comes near you, you got to grab your stool and run out of the way. You got to make sure you're running the right way out of the way, yeah. so you don't run into a player who's you know a, a giant. Yeah. Also, if a ball comes your way and you miss it, the entire stadium boos you and makes fun of you. Yeah. It's it's the I'm fucking not, worst. I don't really know what why they're there. Why are they why are they there? Because there's a lot of foul balls, and that saves the right and left fielder from having to go and get them. But don't they want to be able to make a play on it? Sometimes no, these are like just nothing but like like a ground ball fly. Uh, oh, fly right. ball. If it's a if it's a if it's a uh, a fly ball, then that's where they have to grab their stool. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, is it worth having that convenience just for someone who could possibly get in the way of a play I, that matters? Uh, it always looks like an inconvenience to me. So I I don't know. And again, it looks very very stressful to me. Is it more stressful than the umpire though? Listen, they get yelled at every game <laughs> yeah. about how they're bad at their job yeah. and how they this guy missed another one. But I mean, like you're you're saying, some like, people like if that. for one second your brain goes another way, strike where it's clearly a ball, yeah, uh, and then the place boos you, and then you're you know written up. That's got to be stressful. Yeah, that's that's what I've sort of realized is like if you are the kind of person that wants that power, that's there's a reason why the refs and ums are like people who seek that out. They're like, I would enjoy telling other people, <laughs> especially millionaires that they're wrong. Yeah. Like that's a weird personality. To What's me. an umpire make? Do you think 200,000? I think I would make 80,000. I would think 80,000 80, feels like the right amount for that job. Does that, that doesn't sound like enough. That doesn't feel like enough for, well, for professional, I guess you might be right before we get past this though. Will it make you feel any better to know that the likelihood that the, uh, the ball, the ball getters are, uh, probably get their job from nepotism. Because um, my uh, my dad's wife, her cousin, his son <laughs> became a, became a Dodgers ball boy because he worked in like the accounting department or something. Okay, you know you're not. Re- I'm not connected it, to it. No, but I met the I met the young man. Oh, you met him, huh? Where's so Dennis I, Farina? Did you get his autograph? Yeah, we're de- Dennis Farina. You know, <laughs> that, boy, that was a sad day because yeah, uh, yeah. I knew a guy that worked with his cousin. Or what? My, co- my cousin worked with his cousin. What? What, my, what my, was that one? It was like my cousin worked with his uncle or something. My cousin worked with his uncle. So this one, this one really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that was a friend of mine on Facebook posted yeah, that. Yeah, when, I, uh, I am no longer friends with that person. By the way, that person went Looney Tune. She's at a cult. No. Oh, boy. y'all know what cult I'm talking about? Oh, no. red personality. Red hat. Capital C. Mm-hmm. What? Capital C. The main cult. Of the, the main cult right of now. the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, umpires minimum salary is one hundred fifty thousand oh. dollars plus quite a few perks. The most experienced veterans can make four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Holy wow. smoke! Damn, wow. that is you more than what? I thought. Maybe it's not all about power. And you work eight months a year, seven months a year. What's the season? It's six months, but then you you throw in spring training. You're looking at seven. Yes, yeah, seven, and then. Uh, if Ums you, work at spring training? If you're good, of course they do. I, I, who, do you, who do you think calls balls and strikes? A guy from the your, your friend's son, cousin's <laughs> nephew's niece who walked past the stadium once? Yeah. No, I just assume that for, for like, if you're, if you're in training camp, that some, like, one of the assistant coaches or something acts no, as No, they play actual games. They play preseason oh, okay. games, yeah. They need to. Yeah, oh. preseason. Right. Uh, what does an NBA ref make? I'm always curious about that. There's been some that have gotten in trouble for betting on games and stuff is that right so they must not make enough all right let's uh let's find that out then let's take a break yeah christine kimball's here well you know because we failed to get her answer from last week and yes. when she was visiting for the letter game the letter d we still don't know what she wrote down because garen uh forgot to we I, a i forgot to ask you mm-hmm. and b you didn't speak up which is your way 
Um, so wait, if she, if she was yeah. right on D, mm-hmm. or she has double chance to win, right? Because like she could not get the E right. If no one gets E right and she got D right, I think she wins. She well, wins this week. But we start with D. Right. If she gets D right. Oh, wait, because no one got D last week. No, correct? he did. Oh, wait. Wait. No, no, I was the D. You you were the D comer upper. You were C. You said ducks and nobody said that. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. Well. I spoiled it for Christine. Sorry. Yeah, but Christine, <laughs> but she wrote down her answer. Um, oh, wait. So the answer was ducks? Yes. That's what, that was the correct. Oh, so nobody matched. Nobody matched. So that's why you still have it. But yes. if she said ducks, now she, which she already she uh, kinda... <laughs> told us she did not, she would have the con <laughs> The segment e. has really fallen apart. Yeah. <laughs> it all, we were, we were <laughs> teasing something if and I we may, unteased it. I was going on a path. I probably should interrupted it. Yeah, yeah. That, was, uh, <laughs> that was all on you and your fucking ref ways. Foul. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what flag needs to be I'm thrown gonna, here. I'm going to bring a yellow card next time. I'm going to give you guys yellow cards. I, you're not giving me a fucking yellow card. Well. Yeah. Look out. You might, you might be. I, yeah, I'm fine. You want to throw yellow cards to these two. <laughs> That's not yellow. I don't want that card. It's the only card I have. Uh, what was that? One of those. Uh, it's a scratcher. The OMTV rats. Someone gave us a long time ago and I never cashed it. Oh, in. did you win? I think it's a, you get a, a dollar. Oh, well, next time we go to 7-Eleven. What's the, uh, what's your statute of limitations on these things? I bet you could bring it right now and it's good to go. Okay. Uh, all right. Christine Kimmel is here. Uh, before we take the break, Chris, what was your D sports team from last Week. I think I broke the rules because I did Detroit Here something. You go. Oh, so you? Oh, okay. So oh, it's you wrote it down. It's ineligible. You then you're it. saying Detroit Cougars, <laughs> <laughs> which right. may not even be a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a D or a C, <laughs> or a team. It's a team. <laughs> Who? I, no, the Detroit is, Cougars are not a there's team. There's a team called Detroit. <laughs> what is it? Like no, women's Detroit professional and football? there's Cougars, but I don't know that they're I think combined. They're combined. No, is it? A, a, there is a there's a women's football league. Maybe they're the women's team in, in detroit there, where's the there's the detroit cougars the detroit cougars was the original name of the detroit red wings and a u.s soccer team from 1967 to 1968 wow wow right. this is a deep cut yeah, yeah. but, but uh, still not still doesn't qualify for d does it qualify let's pretend it was c though we might not have explained the the part to her about how it's not the city name it's the team name. i believe we did say that a number of times oh, okay. well what did you cross out <laughs> I just don't have a. I was like, it's not going to be Dodgers. You, you were right about that. The only thing yeah. with the D I could think of. Yeah. So, but it should have been Dodgers because he grew up in Los Angeles. Yeah, and it's the most. About, obvious. about the ball boy thing? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, his dad's wife's. He's very connected. Yeah, cousin's son. son. Yep. You know, my takeaway from that story is that Elliot once played for the Dodgers. It's incredible that he's never brought this up <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah, that's it's my take huge. That. Uh, what did you cross out? Uh, Garen wanted us to uh, get that information. Dodgers. Oh, you crossed out the Dodgers. Yeah, I was like, it's not that. Yeah, but it was certainly never going to be the Detroit Cougars. Yeah, but that's more interesting. Is it? <laughs> is it, Christine Kimmel? Well, look at all the fun we're having with it. We are having a good time, Matt. <laughs> take, put the flags down. Put the cards down. Uh, yellow card down. Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll go around the horn. The letter is E, and we go in order of Matt, me, Garen, Chris. So good luck on that, Chris, on the letter E. Uh, Feel free to Google Because there break, ain't a lot of them. If you need to. It's a sports team again? Yes. Yeah, this was Elliot's idea. We're four in now. Five in. There's certain letters that are tough. That's yeah. okay, though. We, tough. we decided not to... Not to partomize this one because we figured we could get there if you if you if the person who has the con can find four legit ones he i don't think he, he, he says he has five he says he's got the nickel yeah. i know it but i think for futures if if you could find five yeah. or four if you could find four mm-hmm. we, we got a game mm-hmm. that's fair very fair 
F and G are going to be hot. H might be rough, but we'll find out when we get there. Mm-hmm. Nickname's mm-hmm. not allowed. You can't say halos for the uh, for the angels. Good That's point. True. Can't do it. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Christine Kimmel is here. She's taking time away, as I said, from prepping for her program, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. She's the Christine of that. Yeah. I, oh. was, I always called her Chris up until uh, this podcast, and now I feel like yeah. I've been saying her name wrong for a long time. We'll talk about that. I'm going to dig deep into that when she comes over to the table. <laughs> I don't want to ask her about it when she's over there. Uh, also, I need to, we need to find out what's going on in her family. You know, there's, there's always some thing going on in the Kimmel household where she... Uh, Somebody f- fell off the roof. There's an accident. Somebody or put illness, their you know. hand into a, a, a sand grater. That's not a thing. Never <laughs> <laughs> um, tell about the time, by the way, the Wolverine Chris over that I was looking for something and I put my hand down the drain to grab it, and Danielle pressed <gasps> no, the, no, she pressed the wrong no, button. No, no, no. Just seconds after <gasps> I pulled it out, that oh is my God. literally my worst nightmare. I know, right? And no, there's no one in the world who doesn't think about that possibility every time they reach. Every in. time, even if nobody's near the switch. So Danielle does it, and I was like, I'm, no. I'm, I'm here. I'm near it. A second ago, I would we'd be the, we'd be rushing to the you'd be calling nine one one. Yeah, and she and she was. She, amazingly calm about it because i mean to her point it didn't it happen didn't happen so but i guess if you're if you're re- the one yes. reaching in and anyone else is even in the room with you maybe your job is to go i'm going in i'm going, going in, in i'm going in i'm going in. okay i'm out i'm out i'm out <laughs> yeah like just, you're right just sound the alarm so that everybody's clear what's happening oh my god what well you can't possibly i, I do uh you uh, can't a tenant <laughs> A tenant, oh, had, a tenant had put on. Is this like, your dad's wife's? No, yeah, who's this? Tenant? Just a tenant. How far <laughs> removed are you from this? <laughs> You're actually very close. You're one degree. Yeah. Had uh, when they moved out. You know, we go in and we try to remove all the stuff that's not necessary. If I may, I don't want to ruin the story. Did you find a hand? No, <laughs> no, it's not that big. This okay. is this is more this is more maybe some advice that will make uh, them safer. Oh, very good. Uh, they put uh, like I guess a childproofing kind of thing over the switch. Oh, that's smart. So oh. it does two things. It makes it so you won't bump into it. And two, it identifies which one is the garbage disposal one because so sometimes you don't remember. Right. It. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, but it, and also makes you do that two uh, uh, two, two, two step process. Yeah. What's that called? Well, this is when you, two when, factor authentication. Two factor authentication. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not a like a lifting thing, but it's just a cover where you have to go behind it in order to throw the switch. Uh, well, so that's you, still a two thing. You still yeah. got to make the maneuver and get yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't dislike that, and uh, because I have a feeling that as my son gets older, while he tolerates my bullshit now. He's going to want me to lose a hand. <laughs> I can, I can well, see him. If we learned anything from Star Wars, it's that people cut the fathers and sons' hands off all the time. That's exactly right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, my kitchen doesn't yes. have a switch. It has a button that's uh, like next to the uh, the fixture. No. Oh, that's a bad idea. No, but it, it's a button that's hard to push down. Like it, it's, so spring, you can't... it's spring-loaded, and you really have to push to make okay. it happen. And it's I find it to be much safer... <laughs> Like you couldn't if you put something on top of it, it wouldn't go. It wouldn't start. It's like a, it's a metal button, and it's so close to the thing that no, nobody is going to. No one's over there. Press that while you're you can't there. even reach it unless There's you're one the person. one. Unless you're the one standing at the gotcha. sink, you can't even get. You know, I'm back in. Yeah, I, li- I like it. I misjudge the button than a switch. A switch is a bad idea. Switch is scary. Switch means light. Switch That's what mean we light. learn. Switch means light or exhaust fan. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, which reminds me of that Dennis Miller joke. What what, what was remember his joke about? Uh, inevitably, I press the 
when I would check into a hotel and I go to use the bathroom, inevitably I press the button for the exhaust fan instead of the light, and I get this nice breeze. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I get you know the uh, with, the, with the power of a seven forty seven. I'm looking like uh, <laughs> I can't even. Do Howard it. Hughes on test day. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's I a, was trying to reach for the who was the the dancer who died by getting oh, choked yeah. by the scarf. Oh, oh, that's the name I wanted to pull. Yeah. Boy, that's G- G- Geraldine or Gertrude or it's something like that. I believe it was Flip Wilson's character Geraldine <laughs> <laughs> in the booth in the back of the. I dark. believe you're correct. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll yeah. look that up in the break, and Thanks. we'll uh, we'll uh, hang that uh, phone up when mm-hmm. we get back. Christine Kimmel is here. The politest guest of all time has not jumped in at all. Hasn't interrupted. Yeah, I haven't Ver- been brought over to the chair yet. Yeah, but 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 uh, but you're welcome to speak over there on any of these topics. I didn't know, Garen. You should have known, Garen. I can only apologize. Yeah, that's on you. Yeah. Or were you showing off out there? Like, oh, we know each other because I produce your show. Yeah, right? we were out there just shooting the shit. Yeah, big talking f- podcast business. Mm-hmm. I heard yeah. you guys are thinking about a spinoff show called Midwest Hillbillies. Oh, yeah, I heard about that, too. <laughs> that's a great premise. So it is. I think the show explains itself. So were you guys, like, workshopping some episode we ideas? We were moonlighting so. a third podcast yeah. out there. Smart. So we didn't get to the whole, I should jump in. What, oh, was, no. the, what was the premise behind the, moon, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Midwest Hillbillies. Well, they, Garen was just talking about how there, there's guys who just reach into a hole and pull oh, a catfish right. out. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, right. I, it's, I think it started with the noodle it. Catfish will eat your spit. Oh, that's right. right. That's that right. was it. And and this was very shocking to Danielle. Yes, who grew up in Los Angeles. But I knew, and what, she's a lady. I knew what yeah. you guys meant too, though, because she's I proper. I grew up in like in a rural area where like. Anything that hits the surface of water, certain fish will come up and go, what's going on up here? And yes. they'll, so spit would certainly qualify as that. Ugh, it's nauseating. It is gross, but, you know, this, oh. is the, this, is, this was entertainment if you lived in the, the middle of nowhere. I lived in the Chicagoland area, so I had plenty to do. You get to look I at that green that. river, right, once a year? <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. Hey, it's green. Adults get excited about that. <laughs> They get excited about yeah. uh, Or they get mad. You hear they're not going to do it this year? <laughs> Adder's talking. I'm not doing it, Jim. They're not going to do it. Something about the, uh, you know, the uh, you know, the environment or something. But, I mean, they're taking away our good time. <laughs> it sounds really? like a good time. You're a fucking adult. You're 47 years old. Imagine it looks green, you freaking weirdo. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Imagine it. <laughs> yes, right, Garen. All right, Garen, stop joking enough to laugh at my joke. All right, let's oh, take a break. Christine Kimmel's over back right now. Hey gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Christine Kimmel is on Twitter at Christine A. Kimmel. And her podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, is on podcast catcher apps. Wherever you get podcasts is where you get this one. And we've told you many times, you got to check it out. It's fantastic. Always makes me laugh. And uh, I learned something, too. So it's, a, it's, it's doing twice as much as this dumb show does, which is hopefully making you laugh, but really not teaching you anything at all. So check it out, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, wherever you get podcasts. Jimmy Pardo is at Go Bananas in Cincinnati on October 14th and 15th. He's going to be at the Olympic Theater in... Ah, that was, why didn't I write it down? Um, I know it's in Iowa. Cedar Rapids? Yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, November 5th, Olympic Theater. And then uh, just before that, he's got two nights uh, in Davenport, Iowa, and Dubuque, Iowa, on the 3rd and the 4th. So just go to jimmyparter.com to get all his dates and deets. Also, you can get tour merch there. If you can't make it to one of these shows uh, where he's touring around the country, then you can still get a pin or a magnet at jimmyparter.com. Click the tour link and enjoy.
Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. 31E, Christine Kimmel is here. She's the co-host of the How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Christine's been here before, of course. Sure. Yep. In front of the show. We see her on a regular basis. She stayed a little bit uh, post her show, past, past, post uh, her show last week and provided the, uh, uh, played along, but uh, did not win. I really didn't win. So I said, let's bring, <laughs> let's bring her back. Let's get, let's <laughs> Give another me another shot. chance Give me another fail. shot. Uh, now, Chris, I talked about this before. I, I've known you as Chris Kimmel. Yeah, uh, correct. Turns out you're Christine Kimmel. I'm uh, both of those you're things. You're comfortable with either. Well, Christine is my birth name. I understand. I'm James, though. And, yeah. But I don't want to be called that by anybody. Well, it's it's my podcast name. Okay. You call me Chris. Most people call me Chris. Uh, now, do you remember when we were both saying goodbye to Todd Levin and his beautiful wife, Lisa? I do remember. And you felt the need to introduce yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't seen you in a long time. Yeah, but I know, but I've known you. Jimmy, it's me, Christine Kimmel. I'm friends with Danielle and Todd. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I say all of that? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I have this thing because I think over the years in comedy, people tend to think I'm someone else. Who do you think it is? Who do you think they think you are? Well, they'll say, like, they'll they'll think I'm, like, Rebecca Corey, or it's like they think every brown-haired woman in Converse is the same woman, mm-hmm. and there's, like, six of us. There's probably more. There's more than six. I could yeah. see... If a dozen seems low. I could see someone mistaking for, like, uh, Jesse Klein, is that her Jesse Klein. Yeah. I'll get a lot of, like, What about you know? Courtney Cronin? I could see you getting confused for Courtney Cronin I'm not sure who well. that is, but this has happened... The entire, you know, almost two decades I've been here mm-hmm. where it's like someone comes up to me and says, you know who you remind me of? Or does anybody ever tell you? And it's like another brown haired comedian. Right. That, you know, where's Converse? Does it glasses. insult you or do you find it uh, like, oh, OK, she's very funny and attractive. Great. Thank you for so much. Depends on who the person is. Yeah. Um, but it's or they'll think I'm that person. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not that person, although they're successful and I wish I was. Right. So I have this insecurity that even if I've met somebody multiple times, I'm like, well, they're not going to know who I am. So I'm just going to make it less uncomfortable for them by just reminding them who I am so they don't call me Rebecca. Right. Um, so in this case, you rolled your window down and handed me a resume. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I'm available for staffing. Because you might have been running a show at the time. I, would, I didn't know. I hadn't seen you in a while. I could tell you I was not. Uh, but uh, but you certainly were in the running. You should know that. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I was not running a, uh, I was not uh, show running anything at the moment. But I did go home and said to Danielle, if I were, I think I would hire Chris. I was at the top of your list. Uh, absolutely. Just based on that interaction. I went, you know what? She's yeah. pleasant. She knows how to stop a car properly. She can use the brakes. Uh, use the brakes. Hey, maybe she could work on one of these productions we're talking about where people are like, you know, walking down the street and you have to stop them. Uh, she's good at that. But I'm not in charge of that. Why not? I thought you were show running. I am not show running. You're, you're the boss of everything. Um, I'm not comfortable with that. Sound. That interaction sounds uncomfortable to <laughs> yeah. me. Is yeah. this a show where I have to prank people? Because I don't no, want to do we that. We were talking about when someone's shooting a thing in your neighborhood and there's like a PA who basically tells you you can't walk down your own street or whatever. Oh. And, uh, and how that's kind of annoying and the power trip of it is annoying. But at the same time, they're just doing their job. And Yes. Uh, kind of feel bad for them to have to like carry out such a ridiculous task. Yes. Um, 
But uh, if you're good at stopping traffic, I feel like that. I mean, I know it's... No, she it's, just stopped her own car. <laughs> oh, I thought she stopped your car and made you roll I your window down. Jumped on his hood. <laughs> she, she did <laughs> a, Slid a, into the windshield. A, a Tony contained thing yeah, on my okay, hood. Okay. And then said, oh, by the way, I'm Chris Kimmel, friends with Danielle and Todd. And then uh, I finished the White, Sate, white Snake song. <laughs> uh, here she goes again on my own. I got zero of those words correct in order. I, think you, just I, I started wrong. strong. You changed the tense. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I was going to say? Here's what happened. I was going to say, here she goes again on my car and, <laughs> and when i got there my brain my mouth didn't say car yeah that was a deep dish situation wait did yeah. she die tawny katane died did, right did. yeah she did she die did. that's sad it is sad christine a relic of our childhood here's a true story i worked on a program for, uh, for vh1 called uh oh shit what was it called where the list? where are they now no uh i i remember i, I hosted one episode i was the on the very first episode of well, they're all living in a house together. Oh, oh surreal, surreal life. Surreal life. Oh, okay. Uh, so one episode, they were in a, in a hotel, mm-hmm. and I was the bellhop welcoming them all into the hotel. I love it. And uh, so I would say some fun jokes and stuff sure. um, uh, as they arrived. Yes. And I had my jokes set for Tony Katane, mm-hmm. and then they were like, uh, you know, it's all produced, and they're like, uh, okay, Jimmy, Tony's here. Um, you know, they would space them out like one an hour so that they could then get footage of them walking into the house and so on and then or you know after the first one uh showing you the whole house then if, oh you're here too oh i don't know you you're so uh, sherman hemsley i'm 14 i don't know who you are <laughs> yes um so then they said okay you know jimmy uh tawny's here so get ready so i you know got ready with the you know the little uh rolling cart thing yeah. the hotel would have to go get her luggage and she pulls up in a i believe she was in a convertible obviously um, what else would she drive and here's what i said because i'd only seen her on television or then she she her face changed over the years. Yeah. Her her decision. Well, they hadn't figured out. They didn't have, I think, back then as good of fillers and things as they have now. Correct. And so I expected to see that uh, come out of the car. Mm-hmm. And so when I put, I I literally my gut couldn't stop me. I went, "Oh my god, you're beautiful!" <laughs> and because she got settled into her it, work. Yes, and it uh, it didn't look like that weird uh, yeah. image that you would see in, in on magazines yes. and, and interviews. And she was stunning and, and a joy. Aww. She was a joy. I love that. They all were a joy, quite frankly. It was, Sherman Hemsley as well? He was very nice. He, he refused to walk on my back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I asked him to do that because that's in the opening credits of the Jeffersons. Yeah. Yes. And he refused to do it. He's like, he goes, uh, uh, much heavier than I was. I would I would really hurt you. And, I, and while I'm on the ground going, come on, do it. <laughs> and he did not. I love that theme song. Uh, they're moving on up. They sure are. Uh, I think that as a child of those sitcoms, my kids were going to grow up thinking all of those are like famous songs by the Beatles because (laughs) I often sing them to sleep like with the theme song from Cheers or Three's Company or give um, us a little Three's Company. Come and knock on our door. Mm-hmm. I changed it a little bit. We've been waiting for you. For licensing purposes. <laughs> you know, I think it's because I'm not able to hit the notes, even when I'm singing it in my version. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I didn't have a lot of exposure to culture when I was a child, but a lot of exposure to television, I can't recite like poetry to them or anything of any value so i often sing uh sitcom songs to them and so they know all the songs Mm -hmm. so i'll hear one of my kids going down the hallway like beans won't burn on the grill (laughs) (laughs) i'm like they have no idea what they're singing right now i love it and i'm jealous of it because uh, when oliver was a tiny little guy and i would sing to him yeah i would i would basically just sing him chicago and peter satara songs because those were the ones i knew all the lyrics to 
Uh, but I wish I would have known this. I wish I had this idea. Yeah, me too. That's a good idea. But he now he can go to Chicago concerts with you. He uh, and he probably likes the band. He 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 went with his dad. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's been he's been twice to see Chicago, and he enjoyed it, or he tolerated it for you. He went with his dad. I think he enjoyed it enough. Um, I mean, he knows a bulk of the songs yeah. because I don't stop playing them. Has uh, he developed his own taste that's varied no. from you? It's it's it. No, he is not. It's uh, it, you know, he likes sticks and he likes yeah. you know, he likes classic rock. But does he put music on himself like in his own time? You know, you know what? I walked in the other day. Uh, when I say the other day, maybe a year ago now, but I never brought it up. Mm. He was listening to the chess soundtrack. Wow, the and, chess. Yeah. What is the you know, chess? Uh, One night in Bangkok. Uh, oh. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, oh, that's wild. And I was like, what are you doing? He goes, you know, there's good songs in this. And then uh, hmm. we were doing something the other day, playing maybe we were playing Scrabble or something. And uh, No, we weren't. He refuses to play Scrabble with me. He hates the game. Oh, Even though I bought him that cool one where the you can rotate it and the, the tiles don't shift. That sounds fun. Um, we were playing a game called Spit. It's a card game. Yeah. And so I, we put the uh, the chess soundtrack on. You know who loves that game? Uh, Catfish. Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where I grew up, yeah. it's a different game. Uh, but we listened to it, and uh, he's like, well, yeah, we can skip this one. This one's a snooze, and this one's great. And uh, Okay, so he genuinely likes it himself, even though maybe you are a, a, a big contributing factor. Yes, and he certainly likes the 80s. Yeah. He loves okay. the 80s. Okay. 80s on 8 would be his That'd be favorite his station. station. Does yeah. he love I Love the 80s, the TV show? <laughs> I would imagine no. <laughs> See, there was a thing called. He doesn't want to hear what Pete Holmes has to say about the Rubik's Cube. Pete, <laughs> you not. I, you know, in, in, I was very unfair to Christian Finnegan because that's all I knew Christian right, Finnegan from. Me too. Yeah, and it was like. I don't give a shit what you think uh, about the sit and spin. I honestly didn't know he was a stand-up. I just thought he was a guy that worked for VH1. Right. But then I found out he's actually a very funny comedian. And then he's, he's done our show several times. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's great. First of all, he's a great guy, yeah. and he's a funny guy. Yeah. But, and I love the 80s, it's like, again, I don't care what you think about Weebles. I just don't <laughs> give a shit. Well, they, he gave them good uh, copy. Yes, he did. So mm-hmm. they just kept bringing him back. Yeah. Chris, I made a big mistake way back in the day. Remember, because E would do the 101 best SNL moments. I wrote on a lot of those oh, E shows. With our friend Russ McGarry, if I'm not mistaken. Did you work with Russ? I don't know if I were, probably, but I, I don't recall. Uh, I want to say you did. Okay. And I'm going to go to my grave thinking you did. Go ahead. Um, go ahead and go to your grave <laughs> with that. Wow. Why, why negative? I'm being supportive. Sounds like she's going to murder you. So at the time, VH1 was doing I Love the 70s, I Love the 80s, yes. I Love the, whatever the shit they're doing. I Love the Movies. And then v, uh, E would do their version, as you know, because you yes. were on a bunch of them. Uh, then all of a sudden, VH1 said, and I was doing both. I was doing yeah. not as much as the as the New York guys, mm-hmm. but every now and then, me and Rachel Quaintance and stuff would, would get, uh, Regan Burns would get asked to do the VH1 ones. Yeah. But the E people, I was all they, they loved me. I was in on all of them. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden, they, 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 there was a weird, you got to make a decision which one you want to do. Right. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do the E ones because they're the ones that seem to use me more and yes. like me. And then VH1 went, you know what, we're going to start paying people more. Oh. And, and they started paying like great effing money. Oh, no. And I'm just watching Rachel Quaintance walk around with a crown. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess and I he was the- like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going to. Aren't you grateful for the exposure? Yes. We're going to save that because someday a group of Armenian beautiful girls are going to come along. <laughs> yes. And they're going to take over our network. And those countdown shows are going to go away. Yeah. Uh, and that's I, when I stopped getting hired. Yeah. me. Well, me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> me then too. the whole network changed. Um, I got a lot of hate mail once from the, the SNL moments where I, 
uh, on the show said, and this, by the way, I've talked about it before on the show, but mm-hmm. I'm sure with Christine, this is the most hate mail I've received, even in our Trump era of, yes. of this show, which still exists, uh, which, by the way, just today I just class, uh, declassified some things just by thinking about it. <laughs> uh, he said that in an interview last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, if I want to understand, you can declassify just by thinking about it. No, you can't. Oh, you my dumb God. fuck. You lying, grifting fuck. It's you got to tell somebody. It's not even hurting his support at no, all. No, it's not. It's um, not. doesn't matter. So we got a lot of hate mail during the, okay. during the 2016 election. We got a okay. lot. Uh, but the most I ever received was when I did I Love SNL or 100, I'm sorry, 101 SNL. Yes. Moments. And one was about Joe Piscopo doing his impression of Frank Sinatra. And I said, I always preferred... Uh, you know, Joe Piscopo has always seemed like he was trying to make the Sinatra family, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, uh, love him, whereas uh, Phil Hartman played him like the dumb Italian he is. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm a comedian just yes. making a joke. Yes. Holy shit. Did I get wow. every, every, as as a proud Italian yourself, you should be ashamed of that joke. Yes. Email after email. Oh, yeah. um, directly. And, and then even. And, even, and what, what year was this? When were those? 2000 okay yeah, yeah imagine now oh my god oh my god imagine now no i can't i mean it's it would be i dare, dare i say i'd be canceled <laughs> you I think. would be just people would set you on fire yeah in the street well hopefully with some nice spices because they're italian <laughs> hopefully, hopefully in a nice marinara <laughs> uh, as a prize then e said they also got uh uh at the next one i did 101 you know i don't know the uh, uh, dresses, yes. whatever shit it was. Uh, the guy that was in charge, who was a really nice guy, um, kind of a big, tall guy, maybe a little heavy set. Yeah, uh, he was like, "Boy, we got a lot of letters on that uh, <laughs> that SNL one." And then that was the last time I ever that that was the last one I did. Wow. And then uh, maybe they could have more. not uh, put that in the edit. That's all, that's also an option, <laughs> right? They could have gone. That's probably going to make because they, mad. because you you would give. Something for as many as you could. And yeah. if if you can give one for all 101, yes. you had a shot of getting 40 on. Yes. Yeah. And I would try to have a joke for all of them. And you know. Oh, I would have loved working with you because we worked with so many comedians who would show up and didn't have material. Oh, no. I mean, our job was writing jokes a lot. Of, we wrote the copy, but also a lot of the times we'd have to write jokes for all the clips because so many comedians would show up and not come with material. Well, which I was like, crazy. that's wild to me and so we would just i was happy about that because then i'd have more of a chance of getting my jokes on right just out of ego i i, I mean i knew it'd be my joke then you yeah, know when yeah, it would yeah. air totally. not that anybody would know but me um but i was always surprised that as a comedian you wouldn't want to use your own jokes you'd just be happy to take the jokes right. yeah. now that said i would if i didn't have like Occasionally, they would go, "Hey, we have we don't really have a lot for number seventy two. Do you have anything?" And I would yes. go, "Yes, no, I don't. I couldn't think of anything." Sure. And then I would go to the writers. Maybe you were one of them. We just don't remember. Does anybody have anything? And somebody would go, "How about this?" And I would I would just go, "All right, say it to me." Sure. And then sure. I would just uh, I would just you know repeat it back like a parrot. And then I would look like a genius. <laughs> In fact, I didn't th- say that thing yeah, about. I was going to say somebody gave that to you. <laughs> that sounds like a Christine Kimmel to me. Yeah, that wasn't on me. That's I, a Kimmel. She hates Italians. <laughs> I'm very um, anti-Italian. Yeah, that's one thing you should know about. Me. I didn't know that. You'd, why don't you do an episode? I'll just survive Italians. 
It's in the works. I mean, you know, we'd love for you to come on. You could actually do how to survive Italian men, how to survive Armenian men. Oh my god! Because uh, you know these are very aggressive types, and we've dated all of them. Yeah, between Danielle and I. So. Wait, what? And some of them are good people. <laughs> I don't. I don't know any of that. Some are good people. They're yes, good, good people. Good disclaimer, dickhead. Both sides. <laughs> good people on both sides. Sure, trump it up. Did you guys listen to? Uh, I recommended. I think I recommend this podcast on our our podcast. The um, podcast about the Capital Six. What did I just say? The January Six Capital uh, uh, Insurrection. Yes, did, the podcast is called "Will Be Wild." Mm-hmm. It's called "Will Be Wild." Will be that's wild because that's okay. what Trump said. I have not listened okay. to it, and I have not heard you recommend it. You, did you cut that out? Dude? I really hope all of you will listen to it because it's so fascinating. But one of the things I just thought of when you were talking about Trump and him saying the thing about, you know, I can just do this with my mind is you hear a lot from people who are working inside of the White House at the time. And you, it's so validating to hear how much they were just like, oh, my God, just trying to manage him and his crazy. It just was making all of us lose our minds right and they talked about how the day they had to spend researching because he wanted to put crocodiles in moats around the wall right and they just had to spend a whole day researching how much that would cost oh my god when they were supposed to be working <laughs> on shut them up Fuck. yeah they were supposed to be actually working on like researching uh like anti-terrorism in our own country right. which is what ended up being the problem yeah and instead they had to spend Entire resources, probably millions of dollars looking up because he was like, I want to look into putting crocodiles in moats (laughs) full of water next to the wall. And they were like, we all have to do this for real. And they were like, yeah, we do. So like tidbits like that. It's just enough. Let's start with the cost of the moat itself, because that alone in a desert climate is going to be insanely expensive. Right. So that should rule it out automatically. And then you go, now we need someone to take care of the crocodiles. Like, how are they getting fed? Well, if if I may, I think you just go to Dundee, don't you? Oh, (laughs) yeah. Well, maybe they should. Or Steve Irwin. That would have been great. See, that's how you have to deal with someone like that. You just just get Paul Hogan on the phone. (laughs) Yes. Paul, can you tell President Trump that the crocodiles don't like that climate? And by the way, you're not wrong. If he received that call... He'd be like, okay, well, it's off. He would drop it. I talked to him. I've got the best. I've got the best. The The guy from Crocodile Dundee (laughs) says we can't do it. He would believe it was just straight up Crocodile Dundee. It wouldn't even be Paul Hogan. (laughs) It would just be Crocodile Dundee and Trump would be... You know, he's an expert. You got right. it. He's got yeah. that knife. He probably would not know the difference between Steve Irwin and Crocodile Dundee. Like, he'd be like, yeah, this guy's no, he's the best. Everybody says he's the best. He knows everything. I about got Crocodile. the best people on this. Yeah, none of them were. Um, Christine Kimmel's here. We've gone down the Trump path, which uh, very often happens on this program, <laughs> to, I'm going to say it, nobody's enjoyment. That's not Sorry. Fair. No, Sorry. Not, that's not fair. I, we get a lot of emails saying, thank you guys for. You know, attacking. Yeah, I mean, dunce. he's not in office anymore. So, like, I mean, he, yes, he's still relevant because of the this insane insurrection that and the two lawsuits that are currently happening. Right. Yeah. And but, the amount of people who still think he's great. Fascinating. It's really right. hard it's to process. And those are the people that also go, well, uh, you know, Sleepy Joe's doing just as bad of things. Is he? Is he? <laughs> yeah. You might not like his policies, but right. did he steal money from a charity? Did he? Take documents that he no. no. Did he propose alligators in a moat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they all and they all just listened to him as a cult leader. Uh, remember, he just he just said, you know, I'm out here on the campaign trail. Where's uh, Joe Biden? He's probably sleeping in his basement. 
and then he just called him Sleepy Joe, and now they all call him Sleepy Joe. They don't even know why the fuck they call him. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. complete. It, it's, it's based on nothing. Yeah, and it's and it's based on nothing. Yeah. Well, no, and if you have any inclination that this movement is a cult, which I absolutely do think it is a cult. Agreed. You will also you will be further confirmed by that feeling when you listen to this podcast. Okay, it's it's really fascinating and 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 talks about how directly his words led to that. There's no, it's it's such a direct link. So I highly recommend it. I don't. I I think they should hire me. Okay, really. Okay, I'm promoting there. Well, contact them. They've already done the episode though. What would you do? I yeah. guess I'm just getting more publicity, more people to listen to it. So it's called "Will Be Wild." Yeah, it's so great. Will Be Wild. I'm subscribing right now. All right, listen, "Will Be Wild." It's a thing about <laughs> a, a, a bunch of white assholes went and tried to save the presidency for some uh, egotistical grifter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Uh, Polly Carson. You know what? 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 Who? Polly. Political Carson. Polly Carson. Polly Carson. Oh, I thought it was a, a mix between Polly Shore and Johnny Carson, and I was oh, like, geez, "Oh, I it really just too. sounds like Johnny Carson." I'm gonna tell you something. Hey, listen up, Weasel. They call me the Weasel. <laughs> Don't wheeze the juice. Yeah. Yeah. Now listen, I still do stand up as a sixty-year-old. I do the same jokes. Um, maybe he's a nice man, Polly Shore. I don't. Know. I was I, just about to ask you because I figured you would know. I don't know. I've I have never even been in the same room as Paul. And maybe, I, maybe that's a lie. Maybe I've been in the same room. His mom's the one who owns Comedy Store? Owned. Owned. Yeah. Owned. He, he owns it now. Yeah, he Okay. Owns it. She and passed away. I believe it's, it's got other family members that... Uh, yeah, I think... Apparently, right. it's it's supposed to be phenomenal now, the Comedy Store. It doesn't have that vibe it once had, according to people. But everybody that claims that are people that are in that vibe. So <laughs> yeah, that's a different yeah. vibe. I'm, uh, not, no. oh, it's a great... It's a whole new scene there. You can, right. you can make fun of minorities. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, so it's not <laughs> different at all, then. Yeah. All right, very good. Yeah, so... And it is all them. It's all the... Yeah. You're cringeworthy guys. It's got that that vibe. I don't Is like it, it like a Joe Rogan kind of vibe? One hundred percent. Yeah, I just had to. So, my daughter. Yes. Can I tell a story? I'd rather you not. <laughs> We've got to do that letter game. Did you just hold your gut laughing? <laughs> you just literally did a, a, oh like an old fashioned like an old gut fashioned gut bust. Uh, what a joy. I'm wearing a corset. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, please. So. Now, for those that don't know, you mentioned your children's names all the time on. Uh, yes, the Alex podcast. is my daughter, mm-hmm. and she has twin brother, Benjamin. They're both 10. So she told I would well let's say she's delving into some offensive humor. Oh, <laughs> um, oh no. maybe not her first offensive joke, but a sizably offensive joke. So last night she says she's in my bedroom and she's upset, and I say what's wrong, and she says Dad's mad. He yelled at me, and I'm like, what's going on? Well, I got in trouble. I got someone in trouble at school today because I said to Niels, it's a classmate, Niels. N-E-A-L-S? N-I-L-S. Niels. Niels. But it's pronounced Niels. Yeah, it's not. Like Niels Lofgren. Like Niels Lofgren. You know, my children go to a foreign language public school. Yeah. And they're in the German program because my husband's German. Right. So Niels is a common German okay. name. Okay. Uh, my apologies. Oh, Niels, Niels okay. Lofgren plays guitar for Bruce Springsteen of the East Street Band. Thank you. Is it an immersion so they're learning German? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, 100%. Nine. Yep. There you go. <laughs> An example. Uh, sehr gut. Oh, oh have you learned it? Uh, nein. Mein, meine Deutsch is nicht gut. 
Better than I could do. So she says, I said to Niels, wouldn't it be funny? Okay. I'm going to just stop there because we're a big wouldn't it be funny family. You guys probably do this a lot because you're funny people. Like, you know, the whole hypothetically, wouldn't it be funny? Like, wouldn't it be funny if we got grandpa, best grandpa ever t-shirt? Right. Because he's not. You know, and then he's going (laughs) to. It's like the worst. And we got it for him for his birthday. And then we can all kind of secretly delight in the fact that he's wearing it on his birthday, but he's not the best grandpa ever. You know, like. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, that person that just cut me off in traffic, like, got in a car accident? Like, that's a little darker. Yeah. That's how we live our lives. Okay. (laughs) You know, wouldn't it be funny? Yeah. Right. I think that's how everyone should live their life. We do. Everybody does this. Right? Yes. Funny people do this. So she turns to Niels and says, oh, wait, I have to back up. Sorry. more. Oh, my God. Gosh. Got to set the ground. They are doing an art project where they have to draw a picture of an historic and historic right and historic mm-hmm. and historic building in the united states so you know like the white house the capitol building lincoln sitting on his chair that has a name right lincoln sitting on his chair that was the original title it, it felt a little long. by the way chris if i may that is yes. my, that may be my favorite part of your podcast is that when you just admit you don't know something. That's so many it's things. It's a joy, because I'm in a room with three people that refuse to do <laughs> I, I learned long ago that the ruse had to be up with me, because <laughs> it's too hard to maintain. Yeah. Um, okay, now I'm ready. Wouldn't it be funny mm-hmm. if you drew a picture of the Twin Towers and the plane going into it? Oh. And Niels laughed. And did that. Wait, what? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Wait, did, have they been taught about 9-11? She just learned from me two days before that over the weekend. Okay. I think she must have heard. She's probably heard about it from the sixth graders because, you know, the sixth graders. Oh, boy. They fucking know everything. Yeah. And that's where she learns about, like, the walking dead and, <laughs> you know, like everything scary and, right. oh, and school shootings and that sort of thing. And they're in fifth grade. So they're hearing stuff. Yeah. They haven't learned about it in school. So. Over the weekend, we're in the car. Everything's cool. We're just like listening to some Taylor Swift. From the backseat, I hear, Mom, explain 9-11. You know, where I'm just like, oh, God, okay. Um, Where to start? Yeah, what do I, I'm like, Jet fuel can't melt iron. I know that much. (laughs) Some people think it's an inside job. The towers couldn't have fallen that evenly. Like (laughs) Afghanistan. So, I know, I'm like, uh, luckily, because I don't know a lot, I really only can explain it at a 10-year-old level. Like, I can't get that (laughs) sophisticated because she's like, I'm like, well, there were terrorists. What's a terrorist? And I'm like, fuck, bad men. Um, so I keep it very mellow. I'm I'm not getting into the grim, real grim. I'm just like a lot of people died. Bad people took over planes. They crashed it into buildings. A lot of innocent people were killed. A lot of firefighters were killed. It was a tragic day. Started an unnecessary war. And then she was like, wait, I'm getting confused about the bushes. And I'm like, which one's which? And I'm like, you don't. And then Benjamin was just like, Guys, you're giving me too much information. Just can you put on the music again? Mm-hmm. So after that, she read. Oh, wait, so you turned off Taylor Swift to explain 9 11? I, I did. I <laughs> That's did. That's good. I, yeah. You don't want them to associate like style with buildings no, falling down. No, <laughs> evermore, evermore, it just needs to be preserved. Yeah. 
she then on her own read a child's book about I think like it's called like the day the towers fell and it's okay. from a child's perspective. So all very child friendly. Mm-hmm. So this has been on her mind. Okay. Clearly mm-hmm. she's been thinking about it. Hence how she processes things. Yes. She's a very funny person mm. is through making jokes and also being inappropriate. Yeah. I can't help it. That's she probably gets it from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, like, know your audience. Maybe <laughs> not at school. You don't think it's Niels? Niels seems to be on board with it. Oh, Niels thought it was great. Niels is her audience. Yeah, she did her audience. drew the picture <laughs> and then got in trouble. Did you see the picture? I didn't. Oh, I see that picture. I'd give anything to see that so, picture. <laughs> I'd give anything. Yeah, but here's the question. Why did he get in trouble? That, well, he did the assignment. <laughs> he did. I know. And it is... A, and it's a historic, historic building, building and a historic situation. It's a very what's more historic than nine eleven? Uh, yeah, well, why, why is he? I, I'm with Matt Belknap. How is uh, well, that's why, what why I don't. I don't, don't know the they answer. They don't know that he's not that that kid is, thinks it's funny. Like they just know that he drew. A, well, maybe a major, they, I don't know the answer to that. There could be a there could be a talk balloon that says "Ha ha." Out of the pilot window. Lol. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he was laughing really hard when he turned it in. Uh, yeah, you know, that like could be a problem. where do you get a load of this? I, Check this out. Should we um, book Niels on our show? <laughs> oh, Sounds like he gets us. <laughs> he is a delight. Um, Although she, uh, won't, obviously st- your she won't stop pitching Alex. Yeah, both of them. I, I, I think, think they're they're both pretty. Oh, I mean, yeah, Al- they could fit together on that one show. Niels right? is busy developing a Netflix show with Benjamin, who they it's a, some kind of kung fu show that they have written. They said thirteen episodes. Well, they got thirteen of the can. They're ah, ready. Thirteen trips. But it's only like three pages. <laughs> and I said, do you guys, if you want to, you know, I have script writing software, and Benji's like we don't need it we're ready to take it to netflix and i was like if you sell a show before i do which will probably happen that's actually probably great because you don't have to work anymore yeah that's that's true get them going wait Um, is that true no it all goes in the uh the benihana yes the benihana account i know it's not that calvin coolidge i don't think netflix pays that not that either ryan coogler what the hell is it the the coogan 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 keith coogan Coogan. it's the keith coogan account it's a keith coogan account (laughs) what is it really it is Coogan. It's a Coogan account. What, it's what's Coogan, but what's his first name? Jackie, Steve Coogan? Jackie Coogan. Oh. Jackie Coogan. You're on a different Coogan. Who's Steve Coogan? Oh, that's the guy that uh, the very funny Brit. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, he's wonderful. So hilarious. Does that Andy Partridge? Oh, there's many other things. Alan Partridge. Alan Partridge. What did I say? Andy. Partridge. Andy. <laughs> Andy Partridge was in the replacements or the not Partridge, the Partridge family? family. No, he was not. Okay. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot. Wait, of Andy Partridge is in what band? It's not the replacements. It's the. And the no replacements idea. did a song, I believe, called Andy Partridge. Yeah. Oh, every indie asshole from the 80s and 90s is mad at me right now. We can only apologize. Shit. What band was Andy Partridge in, Garen? Uh, it's Letters. It's, it's three it's letters. Yellow. No. It's, R.E.M.? It's not R.E.M. Yeah, it's not gosh. Yellow. OMD? You might say, you say you're writing a letter to a deity. They might be there. Big. P.S.J.? X... XTC? XTC? Yeah. Andy Partridge is an XTC? Yeah. Oh, all right. Andrew John Partridge. Hmm. Well, good luck to him. Hey, what were you looking up before the break? Weren't you looking something up? Uh, the ref, pays the payments of refs. Oh, NBA. Uh, that NBA. actually wasn't important. I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> but this was for NBA refs? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. To... Again, uh, MLB, you start out, you can make 150 all the way up to 400,000. Entry-level NBA referees' compensation begins at $600 per game, or roughly two fifty dollars a year, 250000 a year. Season of professional referees earn 3500 per game, or up to $550,000 annually. Damn. Holy smokes. Wait, how does $60 a game equal 600. 
six hundred a game equals out to one hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand per year. Does that math sound wrong to anybody? Well, two hundred fifty thousand divided by sixty is what? How many games are there? I don't know how many games are eighty two. But you can't work eighty two games, can you? Why can't you? What else yeah. are you doing? <laughs> That's a good question. I guess you could work eighty two games if the teams play eighty two games. Yeah. Why Hang on. Two fifty. You probably work divided more. by sixty comes about forty two games. It's about 42 games. That's that's only half the games. Oh, huh. 600. It just 600 a game sounded low to me, but I guess it isn't. I guess it's not if you're making that kind of dough. Yeah. What are it we doing here? It does seem low when you put them two together, those yeah. numbers. It seems But 600, that's, that seems like a lot. You show up and you do that, you get 600 bucks. For yeah, an hour of work. I'm sure you get health well, insurance. There's got to be some benefits involved. Yeah. Are you we, thinking about breaking in? I, I'm <laughs> thinking now's the time. Let's see why what, not. What's 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 the amount per game again? Six hundred. Six hundred. We're told. Oh, I, for some reason I thought it was six thousand. So that's no, that's four hundred games for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Well, then that then to Matt's point, that math does not fly. Yeah, yeah that's what. Wait. Thank thank you, Galliot. <laughs> what did you just say? Times. How much do they make per game? Is it six hundred or six thousand? Six hundred dollars okay. per game, or or, or roughly two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Okay, six hundred a game for eighty two games would be forty nine thousand two hundred. Yeah, so that doesn't make sense. Maybe there's something on top of that. Unless they're working, because like they could work more games than the teams play, theoretically. But I don't think they would. would that would be that? a tenfold amount, though. Because or fivefold. Because teams only play like every three game, every three days. But you could work every night, theoretically. Yeah. If there's a game on every night, you could work every. Yeah, night. Although you have to fly around the country. That yeah, it's a lot of bullshit. Doesn't really work. Now, now that I think about it, you couldn't do that. These numbers don't fly. What about in a What about in a, a city that has more than one uh, basketball team? What about it? But there's only a couple of those. Yeah, there's not a lot of those. A handful. What is it? New York, L.A. I think that's it. That might be it. So another source says NBA referees are paid anywhere between 180000 and 550000 a year. That's plenty of... That, yeah, that, yeah. Ah, you know what? So, that, that, that's that 600 games. Let's, that's let's 600 throw that number out. <laughs> yeah, that... This, uh, is, this is basketball rim all over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have trouble with basketball. We should stay off the topic. We should just avoid sports. We just, whenever we talk about sports, other than yeah. soccer or baseball, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm not even sure I know what I'm talking about when it comes to baseball. You sound authoritative, though. Oh. <laughs> By the way, an update. Uh, the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League. There's only, uh, I believe, 12 games left. Are you in the lead? I am not. Kevin Bellinkoff looks to be like he's got a good shot on repeating. Okay. Uh, and Paul Obedenzio and I are battling for second and third place. Ooh. What do you win? Uh, you know, just the the uh, the joy of of winning, praise. Yeah, is what we say publicly. I guess that's what we say publicly. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Wink. 40, I get it. Thousand dollars. <laughs> nice. It's actually a squid uh, game. Whoever loses gets murdered. <laughs> I love it. I hope it's as bloody as the show. Yeah. Well, we'll find out together. Okay. Wait, what? We will. Do your I, kids? Here's something that came up with my son today. Because uh, he does not watch Stranger Things, but he's amazed that there are kids he's also 10 yes uh he he has lots of friends who've watched it yes uh, do your kids dabble in that because you mentioned something about scary stuff or you know like uh the, what the sixth graders are teaching them do they do they watch strange things do they, are they, they have interested? they have because we we normally wouldn't let them watch anything scary yeah because they get scared very easily but my son had a sleepover mm-hmm. and he came home and said I watched the entire first season of Stranger Things in a night. Yeah, damn. I think the mom Did they sleep. <laughs> they uh, and he was fine. Good. He was like, it was so good. I loved it so much. Wow. And he was really. They'd been 
asking for a long time to watch it. And we were like, no, of course not. It's not, you're too young. It's not for, it's for teenagers, you know, it's not for you. And we had watched it when it had come out and remembered that it was scary. But then, of course, Alex was like, that's not fair. I get to watch it. He got to watch it. I should get to watch it. So (laughs) then we just made a deal with them. This was while we were in Germany. That we were like, if you're good every day and you don't punch each other, because they punch each other a lot. If you can go the whole day without any punches or like, you know, smacking each other in the face or just they're very, they like to fight. They do not um, care for each other. They have some conflict. Okay. You can watch an episode that night with us. Yeah. And then if at some point you get too scared or we just decide it gets to be too much, we're going to put the kibosh on it. Yeah. And uh, that's how we watched it together as a family. So and you had a punch-free day when they had when we had punch-free days. They would get rewarded, and it worked as a good re- it worked as a good deterrent for mm-hmm. punching because it was such a high value reward, sure, yeah. right? Because they're so obsessed with the kids. Yeah. The thing is, the kids. It's like, and now they want to play D and D because the kids play D and D. They want to dress as Ghostbusters because the kids dress as Ghostbusters. They they got very. They keep telling me stuff about the eighties as if I don't know it. <laughs> like it's like this is literally I'm the age of the kids right. on the show. They'll be like. I'll be singing a song along with the soundtrack, and they're like, how do you know this song, Mom? I'm like, I I know all of these songs. I played video games at these arcades. So um, it's actually been fun to watch it with them. Yeah. I don't think normally I would let them watch it. Did Alex get scared? No, I don't think more scared than she already is to sleep alone in her room at night. They sleep together oh, okay. because they don't like they have their own rooms, but they don't want to sleep alone. Oh, really? They they don't want to. They'll be like, I don't want to be in a room with her, but I don't want to be alone. <laughs> so that's how oftentimes bedtime goes yeah. where they're just like super mad at each other and like their backs are away from each other. And she'll be like, you're the worst. And I wish you were never born. And he's like, well, you're stupid and nobody likes you. Good night. Good night. <laughs> do they share a bed when they do that? Yes. They do. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. They're just like, well, this it. is better than being by myself. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's, you guys have to work it out because they'll come out and be like, he just stabbed me with a pencil and she just stuck Hell. her finger in my eye. And I'm like, well, then go to your separate rooms. What else can I tell you to do? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I cannot relate to kids. Uh, my kids are four years, three and a half years apart, and they do not physically. I'm so they, jealous. They don't fight at all. They they bicker vi- yeah. verbally. Yeah. But, but yeah, I cannot. I, I hear that a lot with people who have, especially friends who have boys. It's like mm-hmm. two boys sounds like the worst. You were a, you were in that situation. That's right. And there's, there's a lot of <laughs> physical violence. Scars. Yeah, my brother would beat me up. Yeah. I mean, he was he, he was two years younger than me, but he was stronger than me and, and kind of a, you know, a little bruiser. Yeah. yeah. So he would, uh, un, you know, until we, it became too old to be doing that stuff. Yeah. And what was that age? 43. 17. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably like sixth grade, maybe seventh grade. Okay. My brothers went all the way through adulthood, like <laughs> to jail. Wait, what? Yeah, my brothers were, my brothers were such, I'm like, did this genetically happen to my kids? My brothers would like put holes in the walls they had to like repaint the living room once because they punched each other so much they put holes in the walls go back to this jail business and they had a fight once where they went to jail yeah well that might have not they both have gone to jail for for hurting people but might it might have been hurting other people like they both had a lot of 
punching people problems. I think it's genetic. I think you're right. Yeah. I hope my kids don't go to jail. Plus, your husband's a German, so there's a lot of anger there. <laughs> he's not that angry. You have a Mostar, right? Let's agree on that. He's, he carries, he, he, he has the appropriate amount of guilt. Okay. They drum that into them in school. They, yeah. they do a good job of that. Well, they do? Yeah. They really do. They, they educate them very early with the... The Holocaust. Have you seen the Ken Burns, the, the new Ken Burns We started watching it. Oh, you did? Yeah. And uh, I was like, here, this can make you feel better because it's it's about how horrible the U.S. was. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't feel so bad. We yeah. were also terrible. We've always been terrible and continue to be. Yeah. We just, weren't, we just weren't there then. Yeah. Have, are you watching it? No, I don't care for the Germans. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you don't care for Ken Burns. Yeah, I didn't know how to end that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, no matter what I said, it just kind of just missed being funny. I don't, I don't know what answer would have been what I was looking for. I, just, I think it works. Well, it, well, you're very kind. How do you uh, feel about slow pans across still photos? Yeah, it's slow. <laughs> you know, it I is. Like you like them? Well, then you, you might like it. it I was. How so many ex- episodes is it? A lot. It's well, it's like three two-hour episodes. Yeah, you know my uh, young son Oliver. You know, you guys have met Oliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oliver Griffin. Part of yeah, that's him. He um, he pointed out because it was it happened that happened to be a question on Jeopardy. I saw that, and then Ken's like, and you can watch that. It premieres tomorrow. It's like, how do you know the answer to it? Yeah, then when the thing came up, I was like, that show does it has it started? No, like I knew right? the answer because I saw the ad for it. But I was like, that doesn't exist yet, really. And he was like, oh, it's starting. And yet the Sunday. guy the guy knew it. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, I said, oh, Danielle's like, oh, we should watch that. And then Oliver pointed out, Dad, don't you still have an unsealed Ken Burns Vietnam? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched. I haven't watched. Yeah. So I've never watched a Ken Burns documentary. I've I've seen it. You know, he's obviously been referenced in a lot of pop culture and The right. Simpsons and made fun of. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, what? I think I'm old enough now to appreciate. You think so? Ken Burns. You, you need right. to yeah. that age. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, how you start to notice birds. <laughs> And you're like, I like. I don't, but I get what you're saying. I yes. like birds now. I I'm noticing there are different birds. Like there's the one with blue, and I can't. You know, I'm not at the point where I can like identify birds. You right. know, that's gonna come though, right? Where it's like you start to yeah. know the titmouse and the blue jay and the whippoorwill. You're, I'm not there, but like I'll be like, you're not there with blue jay. <laughs> I know a that, blue jay. That may be trouble, but I don't think they have them in California. <laughs> this might not be for you. I just was like, come up with one more. No, bird. we do. We saw, I, I swear to God, there was a blue jay in our yard the other day. Oh, we have yeah. some kind of a blue jay. Here's, it may have just been Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> hey, that's a baseball joke, guys. We get sports. That was not a bad button. That, yeah. No, you got it. I didn't know that a titmouse wasn't a mouse. Oh. <laughs> I think it's a bird. Okay. Yep. I, I, I just grabbed it know. from somewhere so you know it That's could be wrong Tismo's, a titmouse bird right yeah it's a little little tiny bird it looks like a little bit like a finch yeah a little finch like bird mm-hmm. i know it's a name of a bird but i couldn't identify it yeah. but someday get I'll, I'll get there it's coming yeah but i know what you mean like ken burns comes from a time when documentaries weren't cool yes where it's like, like you're it was, just gonna sit and be bored it was like the mm. teacher's sick and you are mm-hmm. your punishment is you yes. have to watch this but you can really just lay your head down on your desk and <laughs> yeah. try to catch some who's Z's? the guy because it's driving me nuts now I can't remember his name. He cre- he created a sitcom, and then he w- went away. And then everybody like he does theater shows, and everybody think uh, older folk. That, oh, okay, that, older folks think he's a genius and hysterical, and he's never funny. Mm. Oh, what, what is that guy? Andy name? Borowitz. Say it again. Andy Borowitz. Andy Borowitz. Yeah. So what was his sitcom? Oh, does he write like? Uh, does he also he, write? He created Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, something? he did. 
Or Did, wait, was it that? Does he write yeah. op-eds, too, that people think are yeah, funny? Yeah, he's the guy that writes the unfunny things in The New Yorker. That, oh, yeah, and I'll read those, yeah. and I'm like, why do people... Yeah. But they love him. They think he's the funniest guy. The people. Yeah. So, But your point is, like, you're getting to the age where you could watch... Uh, now I get Ken Burns, I get yes. this, and yeah. now I will enjoy Andy Borowitz. Yeah. yeah, I'm not old enough to enjoy Ken Burns, I think. Uh, I watched 40 minutes of that, and I was like... This is too slow. Yeah. It's got to, you got to pick, pick up, up the pace yeah. here. But, I, but some people will like go, did you see the one about the blues? It's the greatest <laughs> 95 hours you'll ever yeah, watch. Like, no. I can't do that. Yeah. This is, this being six is, usually they are much longer. Like six sounds manageable, honestly, to me. Although if it's super slow, then maybe they, what they should do is they should ha- hire someone to make like a younger person edit. Yes. Just yeah. the same yes. information <laughs> in two hours. And even younger being us, like not That's that young. I mean. like the oh, pe- we're pe- young yeah. <laughs> for him. For Ken Burns. Yeah. yeah. Like the people who edit the staircase <laughs> or, you know, just documentaries now yeah. that we would be in like yeah. fire festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, those documentaries, it doesn't have to have, I mean, look, that has a lot of murder in it. Yes. So it's not, it already has murder. We're in. Right. But just let's just let's, pick up the pace. We, we don't, don't need, right. we don't need to see the still photos that much. Yeah, it's we like so it. much Ellis Island, and you were like, okay, Good. got it. Doc Talk. That's your friend Mike Henry right I there. I know. That's the great Mike Henry with Doc Talk. Uh, did you did you watch both? Uh, Fire Festival documentaries. I did. And let me ask you a question, because I know my answer. Would you have watched a third? Yes. <laughs> would you have watched 90 of it? I would have. <laughs> yes. I'll watch. I, it could be some guy on the street corner going, uh, here's something about Fire Festival. Yes, I'm in. So fascinating. Yes. That, guy's, that guy just got out of prison. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh. So. Oh, interesting. What's he going to do next? I don't know. We're watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's exciting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe he'll get together with the guy from the, the Nexium Avion? cult. Nexium. Avion. Now, wait, we talked about it before that, ne- that, that Nexium. There's a new season. Season two. Has that started there yet? There is? I don't know if it started yet, but it's coming. It's October 7th? Oh, it's so right around the corner next Friday. I two Fridays from now. I know we were adamant about we do not need to see more. Yeah, but I do. But I feel like I kind of do. 17th. I got to see why it's happening. Why is there That's a second the season? Yes. The guy ended up in prison. It's like, isn't that over? Maybe it's the, the fallout book? of the people yeah. in like Alice and Mac and her going to prison and all the fallout But, but we after. know all of that. That's true. So yeah. what are we going to... You... That was just a Google search at the end of the show. It was just like, okay, mm-hmm. so where are these guys? Okay, they're all in prison. No, that's, uh, that's the one that kind of the, the, those two people made themselves look good. Yeah. But in the other documentary about it, they they were just incidental people. Did you watch the other one, the Oxenberg version? Oh, that yes. Was, yeah. That one was better, actually. I thought so, too. It was fascinating. It. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that was as much as I needed after that second one. But Yeah, but I I got to see what they're doing here. I got to see why there's... A... I'll watch one and see what's going on. Yeah, I'm curious. It will pick off where the first season left off, diving into the Nexium cult's downfall after the exposure of its sordid inner workings. Hmm. Okay. I guess it was still in business at the end of that uh, thing, right? Yeah. I how, guess. It's how do we good. know it's still not? Well, I guess because the two ladies are behind bars. It seems, and he is. It sounds like the documentary is going to be about the first season. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. Now let's follow the people watching the show we made and reacting to it. So wait, so the two ladies, Alice and Mac, went to prison for a little while, as yes. did that, that that creepy older lady. Yeah. She's probably not older. She's probably younger than me, but she looked uh, like yeah. a. You know, I forgot, about, like a her. I forgot about her too. I one of the, was she, she her, one of the no, sisters? The, no, she was the mom, and then there was the daughter, and they would groom. What was her name? 
Oh, I know who you're talking about. She was like the therapist, supposedly. Nancy Salzman? Oh, What's yeah. her name? Yes. Nancy Salzman? Yes. Nancy Salzman, yeah. She was like 66, by the way. Today she is? It's her birthday uh, today. Happy birthday, Nancy Salzman. <laughs> oh, Nancy, hope you're doing well in prison. Hope you're doing well. Read a book. Uh, all right, so she is older than me. Okay, I feel better about that. Because there were the two sisters, right? With the... The rich, they were like the... Seagrams? Heirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. heirs, oh, and they right. gave him, just kept, they were like, just keep... Doing it, raping women and grooming them, and it's unbelievable. Just, yeah. you know, putting the um, what's the brand. word? Brand. 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 Oh, that just made me think of Sherry Papini. Do you oh, guys know that Sherry uh, Papini story? I don't. No. That's like I feel like I I need to have more Google alerts for Sherry Papini. It's it. She's the one who faked her own kidnapping in like up in Reading or Shasta up up huh. that's up like north in the last five years right? yeah 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 she and, and and it was like on 2020 and her husband mm. was like please if you know anything about her and then she was gone for a long time and then she sort of was found wandering uh, you know like a hundred miles from her house with like a chain around her and this brand and was like I was kidnapped by these Mexican women and but I don't know who and I was kept in this room and this whole story, which then she got all this money from Victims Advocates Funds. Oh, and wow. now five years later, it turns out none of that happened. It was fake. She actually was in communication with the next boyfriend who she picked her up and she stayed at his apartment for the whole time she was wow. supposedly kidnapped because she just didn't. She claims because her husband was you know, not a good guy. Right. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's a lot to go through. Um, so she made all of this up because it got so a, much news. And she has to go to prison. Oh, wait, is there a documentary about this? No, but okay. we should there probably, we should do a podcast like about it. Yeah, guys. absolutely. We will. Well, it sounds like uh, Benjamin and uh, uh, Niels. They you, could, they've already got 13 <laughs> in the uh, script yeah. for that other one. They could get a meeting for, for me. Okay. Yeah, I think at, yeah. at Netflix for yeah, this no story. I mean, they're already going to be there with their show, with their own show. Yeah. This is their Kung Fu. I, I'm just worried. <laughs> it's going to be very similar to Cobra Kai. You think so? Well, he's really into Cobra Kai right now. So <laughs> yeah. I have not started season five yet. I just, they're uh, very early on. So early days, it, it never gets better, but it's great. It's so good. Yeah, yeah but it's not, but it's like, it's unwatchable. It yet spot. we can't stop. Watching I think it. it's good. Like in a very what? weird, the, the kind of cheesy show that hits like some sweet spot in the best version possible of that. Yeah. Show. I hear what you're saying. Does that make sense? Totally. And I totally ag- agreed with you when I was where you are with the series. <laughs> I'm in just the like maybe first season. And I miss a lot because Benjamin will watch it with his dad a lot. And then I'm, I have to hang out with uh, Alex while she watches Community, which I don't like, but she really likes it. Okay. Hmm. So you I, don't like it because Joe McHale's awful? Yep. As a, as a, as a, former, being, yes. e, a former E employee, yeah, you've kind of. I've been around the first version of Joel McHale. Oh. <laughs> a lot. You were around pre hair plugs, Joel yep. McHale? Pre, pre buff and just a mm. guy who wasn't nice to people. Not, it didn't affect me personally, but just seeing it, I was like, mm-hmm. I don't need you to be super successful. And, and then, I ha- you know, you just see it happen to people who you're like, oh, why you? Yeah, right. There's so many others that so could many, do what like, you do and really better. Talented, great people who it didn't happen for. Why you? <laughs> okay. Anyway, hmm. well, Joe McHale. Um, what uh, he said, he does a podcast with Ken Jung. The two of them, uh, cool, do it. How's uh, that? Do you like it? I love it. <laughs> Don't miss an app. Don't miss an episode. You never watch Community, but hysterical. you still enjoy them talking. About I never it. watched the Talk Soup. I never watched. I never watched the Soup. I never watched Community. I never watched uh, uh, the new uh, uh, 
Card. Card Shark. New Card Sharks? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's got a new cooking show on. Good I for think, him. I think that's on E or is that on right. Bravo? I don't know where that's at. Yeah. No new movies coming out for him? No new no, no uh, They are making a community movie. Are they really? Are they? They've been talking about it for years and it sounds are like... Are we done? With, we, we got it. The fans demand it. Just Six son, seasons in a movie. My that's son right. did like that. He did like the show. I don't know. I don't know if he got through maintained it. Yeah, his like I mean, of it. I watched it for a couple seasons and I kind of just petered out with it. Yeah. That Allison, what's her name? Is very good. Alice Bree. Bree is great. Bree. She's great. Donald Glover's very talented. There's it's a lot of good people on that I show. I don't disagree with you. you. Nicole Do you guys good. watch Glow? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. loved Glow. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really sad it didn't come back. I agree. Yeah. They, did, they needed one more season, I feel they like. They needed yes. one more. It's just ins- to close it out. insane that they couldn't get that. Well, all pandemic, right? It's, it's pandemic related? Pandemic and Netflix being assholes. <laughs> Netflix uh, insists that uh, two seasons are perfect, right? Isn't that their... They, mm-hmm. Their business model is it, there's there's no money in them making more than some amount, ah, like two okay. or three. Yeah, and that's what happened to One Day at a Time too. They were just like, yeah, they keep making Cobra Kai. That's because that's so big. It's the same as Stranger Things. Like when something the oh, huge cultural yeah. impact. They, I think they might be on the same model as Disney, where after a certain season, the crews pay goes up go right so they don't let that happen so they right. cancel the shows before that happens oh i see yeah, it's yeah, kind of shitty it is very. that's awful you know what i can have benjamin and neils talk to them yeah that'd be great in this meeting it's no problem once they sell their pitch we got it in with these guys yeah all right uh now it's time for it's the letter game starting with the letter All right, listen, now, uh, Elliot has the con. It's deep. Uh, it's true. I just looked at the clock, by the way. Uh, uh, Matt Matt picked me up at the Hyundai dealership this morning. My car mm-hmm. is in for oh. uh, routine maintenance. Okay. And uh, he said, uh, he said, when do you want to come back and get it? And I said, uh, probably 2, 2.30. And he goes, oh, it'll be done before that. I'll give you a call. Seems like... Uh, he hasn't called yet. Seems like that call should have come in then. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. It's going to be done before 2. Mm-hmm. Now I'm worried uh, you're going to drop me off there. And mm. I'm going to be sitting there for four hours. And then, but here's the thing: I'm getting these. I told you maybe off the air. I'm getting these emails from the Hyundai dealership saying, "Hey, you could upgrade to a 2023 uh, Kona for only five dollars more a month." Huh. And I'm intrigued by that. Except there's yes. not enough changes in the vehicle, so um. why bother? But I, I, my, part of me wants to hang around long enough and go, "Hey, you guys, give me that offer. That what do you give me for the?" Uh, Ionic six, or whatever it's called, the Ionic five, the Ionic five, which what, is the slick. What do you give me? How much more a month would it be for that? Since you guys want to oh, buy my car back, three hundred more. Oh, three hundred more. <laughs> <laughs> it is too. It's like probably it's banana times more. Mm. It's uh, which is weird because I mean I get that it's a new model, but it's not like a luxury car. It's still a Hyundai. Yeah, but they're treating it. I mean, uh, but Hyundai, if it's their top of the line, that's a. Do you think they even have any of those? Uh, oh. I think they do because they're really expensive. Oh, okay. Mm. I think that's why they want my car back is because my car, they could they could basically, affordable. and there's only like 7,500 miles on it, so okay. they can resell that almost yes. as brand new, yeah. yes. and then they, so then they sucker dummy Pardo into, hey, five bucks more a month, you get a brand new one, then they sell two cars that day right. yeah. instead of uh, zero. Is They don't know who they're dealing with. They don't know <laughs> what they're dealing with. <laughs> or they I, do. <laughs> I, show, I show up on Monday, hey guys, come and take a look at my new 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot different, but you know what? It just feels new. It's fresh. 
trying yeah, to rationalize. Yeah, they listen to the podcast. They're like, this guy's had like 10 cars in like 12 years. So yeah. I think we're going to. Well, that seems. Uh, isn't that's not. The numbers are. I know you right. did it for, uh, for comedy's sake, but. I did a Pardo where did it go high enough. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's had 14 cars in five years. Um, I've had a new car every three years for the last. Okay. Since 1996. Sounds so like a, you're be? a leaser. I am a leaser. I leased my Prius and then we bought it. Yeah, you know what? Here's what happened, uh, Chris. Uh, Matt Belknap and I both bought Chevy Volts, right? Mm. We Vol- both leased them. We both leased the Volt yeah. at the same time, almost around the same time. Um, I believe it's still the greatest car I ever had, the Chevy nice. Volt. Um, and then when my lease was up, uh, I could I could buy it. Yeah. And uh, the numbers didn't work at that second for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't. And I regretted that the very next day. Oh. I returned it. And I got a Chevy Bolt. Uh, Bolt, which, Bolt. which I had to uh, sell back to them because they were catching on fire. <laughs> and uh, sorry, it was already it's in not the motion. Funny. Uh, and then they had solved the problem uh, long before they gave me my money. But they still were like, "Well, we're still yeah. committed, committed to buying your car back, sir." I'm like, "Okay, well, you could just put a new battery on it and yeah. be done with it, and tell me to go f myself." But they still bought the car back. Okay. And I think at that point I had four months left on the lease. So mm. what a waste of effing time that was. That was stupid. It's a waste of time. I'm spinning my wheels. Part of it is the fact that I did, I did the thing you wished you had done, and so you have to just look at me every day and go, "God damn it!" Yeah, but the good news is you don't wash your car as frequently as I do, right. so I look at it and just go, "Nah." Yeah, I also live my car, my driveway's under a big tree, and so there's always bird poop all over my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very annoying. Um, whereas I get my car washed minimum once a day. Yeah, really? Work. Do you do it, or do you go through a car wash? I I have a monthly uh, subscription. That ain't what it's called, but okay, uh, no, that's probably what it's a called. monthly yeah subscription to a, a car wash in my house. It takes three minutes. Yes, you go through it, and you can do it once a day. I do not do it every day. That would be insanity. It's recycled water. Okay, um, but I do it. Uh, I I see the look in the guy's eyes when they're guiding me into the rail. Which, yeah. which by the way, that's one of my skills. I could I can drive my car into an. You hit the rail wash. first time. Hundred nice. percent. That's why I don't like to go. It, it stresses me out. Yeah. I'm just like, I'll. I don't want to do this. Please, someone else take this off my hands. And I love it. I love it. I love every second of it. Oh, my God. I'm good at it. It's one of the few things I'm good at. Comedy <laughs> and driving a car into an automated car wash. I'm your guy. What else do you need? I don't really need anything else. Yeah. There you go. Except for that Volt that I sold back. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I miss it. Had the, oh had the, park, the, the, uh, the automatic parallel parking? I have that. Do you? Oh, my It's God. the greatest thing in the world, right? I love it. It's I love greatest. it. It makes me so happy to push that button oh. and just watch the wheel spin. Yes. I don't have to have all that anxiety about parallel parking anymore. It's the worst. Especially if somebody's watching you. Uh, and so, Or just somebody's in the car with me. Somebody's in the car. I have to do this. I usually can do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this never happens to me. It's awful. Yeah. Have you seen the ads for that new Buick? That yes. The, the wheels go sideways and it just goes straight in. No. Like you oh, pull wow. up next to the spot and it's just like. It's truly it, like a Jetsons car. Like it's it, like a it, crab crawling sideways. I didn't know that could happen. Oh, that's, that's so cool. It's looking. also got some great thing that shows on the windshield. Right, uh, yeah, the heads-up display kind yeah. of uh, data. But now, I don't pay attention to ads. Are they saying this exists, or they're just saying, like, oh, we uh, thought this would be cool, so you should buy a Buick. Maybe someday we'll, we'll make this happen. <laughs> you know what, that's <laughs> a great I don't, question. I don't know. Like, it doesn't, it looks like a concept car. It doesn't look real. It but. does look like, it, it, uh, although the Ionic, what's it called? You, the Ionic the, 5. The Ionic 5. That, uh, that looks like a concept car, well, too. Well, there's also, I think there may also be an Ionic 6, now that you mention it, which is more of a sedan, and that I, one really looks futuristic. Yeah. They both do. Um, well, 
I'll show you on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they said it would just be 175 bucks more a month. As I as we're getting evicted from our house because we can't make mortgage. <laughs> when was the last time you drove a car that didn't have like all the bells and whistles and the cameras? And have you driven a car like pre 2010? I have not. I just drove one. Well, my husband's. We still have a 2000. Six Honda, and so my car was in the shop because I had a fender bender recently. Somebody hit me on, on the way here. Yes, in I, fact, I recall that in the episode. Mm-hmm. And so I had to drive his car, and it was like I didn't know how to drive anymore. <laughs> you know, I had to back. Our driveway is really steep, and it has this little area where you have to turn around to drive down because backing you would never back up out of my driveway. Right. And I had to back up this and it feels like I'm in a boat and I'm like I'm gonna hit the wall I'm gonna hit this other car I'm gonna hit the trampoline because there's no camera and suddenly I'm like I don't know how to drive how do you do it and there's no beeps to tell me if I'm about to hit something (laughs) it feels like you're in another universe suddenly it's like having a toilet without a bidet (laughs) <laughs> i'm not there yet it's very well go to hellotushi.com slash pardo get yourself a nice discount okay um right what do you you'll never go back is that it you'll well, never go back once okay. you go tush you never go push when i was uh <laughs> i don't know if that, means I don't know if that works it applies. But... <laughs> when i was in bloomington this past weekend uh you know hotels don't have bidets and i was like oh i don't like this yeah. mm-hmm. i don't like this you, you couldn't request a room I, with a bidet? I could not. I don't have that kind of clout. Uh, <laughs> also, I don't think the uh, I don't think that level of hotels uh, in Bloomington uh, allows that or uh, provides. Maybe that. bring your own. Bring my own tushy and I hook yeah, it up. Just hook it up. What an asshole I would be. <laughs> you have your own suitcase just for the tushy. Just for the tushy. <laughs> Shaped like a toilet. Uh, just imagine moving that filthy thing around. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, Matt Belknap. Elliot's got the con once, yeah. once again. It's the letter game. It is the letter game. Uh, Matt Belknap, you're trying to match Elliot. The letter is E. Yeah. There are very few choices. I, so I, let's see I, which one I can't one wait to hear what with. you've got because I could only think of one American team. I know there's also one English football team, but I will stick with the one that I think is going to be everybody's first thought. It's now defunct or they've moved to a different city with a different name. But they used to be the Montreal Expos. You're going with the Expos. Of the Major League Baseball All right. League. Well, that allows me to... Choose mine. I, by the way, I think it's Expos. Yeah. But I'm going to choose mine, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, of course. They're big. Super Bowl champions, yeah. Super Bowl Eagles. Didn't think of that. That's a good one. Uh, that was and, Darren's. And I'm even, that's crazy because I've even been watching this uh, Welcome to Wrexham, which is about Rob McElhaney buys a football team with Ryan Reynolds, a, mm-hmm. a soccer team. But his favorite team is the Philadelphia Eagles. He grew up in Philly. Right. And so they made a special uniform, like a third kit for. For for Wrexham, that looks it's like a Eagles green, which I thought was kind of a fun idea, but also probably they probably hate it over there. <laughs> they probably like fuck, like, you. fuck you. We, like, we don't give a shit about American football. You and I are business partners. You, yeah. you want to buy a want to buy a soccer team? Oh my god, I would love it. You know that's my greatest dream in life. But I don't think there's a football club small enough for me to be able to afford it. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. Remember, we talked about opening up a Dunkin' Donuts in the lot next to us. Yeah. That was that was our dream at one point. That would have been. That, that seems more smart. attainable. That was that was a more attainable dream. But don't I, you think it would look nicer than what they're building over there? What yes. are they building? I think I, it's a multi-use like apartments upstairs. Maybe some business on the you first think floor. So? You don't think there's business down low? I, I, it I cannot be only. Or maybe it's it's a weird spot it for seems apartments. Weird mm-hmm. for residential. Yeah, I think. So yeah, too. I think it's got to have some uh, retail on the bottom. I mean, I hope it does. But looking at the way that those units I, are on the bottom, they don't look like yeah. they're going to. They be don't retail. look like they have big enough windows to be retail. Huh. I yeah. agree with you on that. Interesting. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've built the third floor now, finally. Yeah. How many floors is it going to be? Three, I think. It's just going to be three. 
As far as I can, maybe they're just going to keep adding more, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, if it's, I mean, it's, in my opinion, and it's only wood at this point, it's already going to be an eyesore. <laughs> and if it goes to four, yeah. that's really an eyesore. I got to see that 7 Eleven sign, guys. No, it's, <laughs> they're not going, they're not going four. They're not going four. No, I don't think that, I don't, well, I mean, like, they might be able to do zoning wise, but. I think four would be the limit. Like, I don't think you could go past four. I mean, all up that street is just is condos or apartments. It's a bunch of three. <laughs> so I guess I don't know why I think it's so weird for them to be on the corner. Because it it's, does. Cause it looks business. Yeah. That corner looks like it should be. Well, because be. our building is offices. Yeah. Across the street is 7-Eleven. There's businesses on every corner. There's a, there's right. a liquor store and then the um, copy shop and copy shop and gym. gym. Yeah. How much business do you think that copy shop gets? I'm going to say none. It's, it, yeah, it's any, so it's a front. Do any copy shops get? I, I mean, know. well, Kinkos, I think, still uh, FedEx bit, Kinkos. Yeah. Every time I go in there, there seems to be way too many people using the paper cutter. <laughs> or like some, I mean, it's, like Staples, I think, get some get some business as part of their copying. Yeah, but they have to be doing something. What else are they doing? Right? right? Like, to keep the rent. They yeah. have to be... Like, you know that rent ain't cheap. It's, this is Sherman Oaks. Yeah. They're doing something under... It's not... Yeah, it's not like Some kind of, like, sexual trafficking or... You think it's that? You went that dark? <laughs> That's my... I go there. That's where I go for my copy printing. Needs. Oh, I thought is that for true? your trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he human traffics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, if you go there... Because, actually, I was about to say, if, the, if we were early... Much earlier in the show, I would send young Garen over there. I would send the boy over there yeah. to see what's going on over there. But you go did, there. Yeah. Did we not do that at some point? I think we did, Did right? we ever send you over there, Garen? I don't... Or did we send you over to the the CrossFit? We, we did send him over there. I thought we did. Or we sent... Garen for a day over there. We sent maybe. a, a JP Spalding oh, or a, yeah. maybe a Donaher. The hit, guy that him in his it. sweaty face. He's a really nice guy. Who is the Copy Hub owner? He's it's weird. called Copy Hub. Copy Hub. 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 Wait, were you being serious? You do go there? Yeah, that's if I have to print a script, that's where I do it. Huh. I do it there. We did a play at the Comedy Connection uh, years ago. We printed flyers and posters and everything. From and there. he did it all. Yeah, yeah, it's a good place. Does, right, well, does he also do passports? I thought, I don't know. That does seem to be a thing that print shops do. They do like like notary yeah. and passports. Right. Yeah, they have to. They have to. They can't make what else money can doing they? just yeah. copies. I could just print something out at my home. Yeah. Most people mm-hmm. can. Yeah, yeah. and know. most of the time, how it's like a writing a check now. Right. How often do you need? Right. That's what I was going to say. It's not like the '90s where there are a million screenwriters living in LA. They all had to print scripts to send physical yes. scripts, but you don't have to send physical you scripts had, to people. You had, also had to go to, the, to print your resume, yeah, to yeah. put on the back of your yeah, your headshot, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, to send through to Backstage West. <laughs> yes, and you had to get it at the newsstand in print. And circle all the, the things backstage. you were going to try to go to. You know what? I'll tell you this. I loved that. I, I was it, excited. Me too. When the new one came out. I just moved here. And, yes. and it kind of felt like you, well, this is what you do. You're I was in show like, business. I'm in show business. And to your point that you think you're going to go to. Didn't go to that one. Yes. Didn't go to that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, well, maybe I'll call that one. But it was mm-hmm. still fun. And you look at the ads for the headshot photographers, which now you could just do with your phone. Really. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, the, the future has put a lot of people out of business. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so bright that you had to wear shades. It turns yeah, out. Yeah, it turns out. Mm-hmm. They need to re-record that song. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's an 80s song. See if your kids get mad at you for knowing it. The future's so bleak. They'll be, they'll be mad. What do you got? The future's so bleak. I gotta take a leak? speed. There some, isn't some a future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is. That's from Rent. There is no future. Hey, that's coming uh, to some theater here. I know that you want to see it. I was going to see it, and then I got COVID that time. Yeah. Rent? Yeah. As a reminder. You can go see Oklahoma at the Amundsen. I do want to see that, too. It sounds it's a like new an interesting, yeah, sort of like a 
updated sort of progressive oh, really? take on it. Somehow. My my daughter's Oklahoma. My daughter's going to do Oklahoma oh, cool. for 10 year olds. If you want to see that version, don't <laughs> come on. <laughs> and I ran into her, the instructor, and she was like, I saw the Oklahoma at the Amundsen. It is not for children. Oh, boy. Huh. And in fact, I don't even think it's for adults. What? Oh, so it's maybe mean? it's great. Like sounds pretty good. then. Yeah, I think it's. It's got huh. a level of inappropriateness that weird might be cool. I don't know. I can't. I don't know enough about this woman to know right. if her saying not to see it is a is a check mark in its favor right. or not. So I'll take my kids and I'll tell you. Yes, <laughs> my kids also did. They did not the whole thing, but they did a, a bunch of songs from Oklahoma at theater camp, and so they know the music. Yeah. So I think they would be into for that reason. Oliver and, did too, and I do like those songs. Like there's yeah, some but good the songs. show the show itself isn't great. I've never seen it. I haven't either. Oh, it's Snoozeville. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. See what I mean? You're a grown man. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. That episode of Encore was great. Remember that? Oh, I do remember that. Did you watch Encore, Chris? I don't know it. Holy shit. It may be it may be in my top five favorite shows of it's all the time. Greatest, wow. It's the greatest show that never got another season. Yeah, I because think. of pandemic. Yeah. I don't know what I'm Why do I refuse to say the word the? In front of <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it out. It's it's basically they, it's on Disney Plus. They found a group of people who did a production of a musical in high school mm-hmm. and reunite them ten to but in one case, I think it was like 40 years later. Yeah. That's di- There's all different ages, but like sometimes it's like a 10 year reunion. Sometimes it's like a 30 year reunion. Anyway, they get them back together and in a week they remount the show that they had done That's with fun with, with like a Broadway director and oh, like and professional cool. backup dancers and stuff. And yeah. it's um, it's it, every episode was only an hour. It could have been a two hour episode. Uh, yeah. and I would have loved every Easily. second of it. Oh, it I'll was, watch that with my kids. I will tell you this, that the ones where the 10 year reunion isn't as exciting yes. as the 40 year. The reunion. older they are, yeah. the better it is. Yes. Except that when they did anything goes, those where they were a little too old. I think. No, you're unfair. <laughs> those are the, that, that was the one right near my house, right? Yes, it was near your old place. I yeah, think. it was that it was high primarily school. Primarily African American cast. Yeah, yeah. Think, wasn't it literally the high school that you used to say in the first season of the show that the, the kids stop? <laughs> please, kids walk by. please. I don't. I, I I regret saying all of that for humor. It is very offensive and Go wrong. Go back and listen if you want to enjoy it. It is. Uh, yeah. I I I. Boy, do I, of all the things I've said on this program, and all of it was for humor, by the way. Of course, uh, it made us laugh. That's the one I regret. That's the one we I laughed wish. because it was ridiculous. Yes, but I still wish I hadn't. I still wish there was not documentation of me <laughs> yeah, saying recordings it. of you saying that. Yeah, God, that, I really want to know that my LPGA talk. I wish those are the two things I really wish I could take out of the program. There's probably more if you went back. <laughs> yeah, but those are the two that stick out. We'll, in my we'll head. tell you off the air. Chris. Okay. Yeah, those are the. Uh, uh, speaking of the LPGA, there was a guy. The, and I just thought of it when I said pandemic. There's a. I don't know this this uh, on course commentator. But he said he refused to say the word the in front of fairway or green. That looks like it'll get fairway. Oh, that's a good hit. That's going to land on green. Like, what? Stop it. Stop it. Nobody fucking says that. We all say the. Yeah. Stop doing that. He was trying to make his own yeah, trend. But I don't like it. Is he no. British? He is British. Um, it's like that's ho- gonna... at hospital. Yeah. You know, yeah, like... It's that. Like You're that. right. Or maths. Yeah. <laughs> they have their own way. Yeah. It's but wrong. We beat them in a fucking war. GMC. Yeah. Well, we had to preserve slavery. Did you hear, by the way, I know you guys talked about it very quickly <laughs> on your podcast. Did you hear the Queen died? 
I am aware. Okay. I'm just, I'm still processing I it, I know Jamie. you are. It was tough for you. It's really hard. I it stepped was so... on your slavery joke. I apologize. <laughs> I... No, no. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel badly about it. I have. Now I've got three things I wish I was <laughs> I have two hours of slavery humor. Oh, so. great. Don't worry about well, it. Tell it to Alex so she can share it at school. <laughs> See how Neil's react to that. Wouldn't it be funny? No! <laughs> Garen, what's your re- oh, yeah, Garen's over there at the Pop Culture Museum Desk, uh, sponsored by uh, Lemon Ice Teas. Head over there and buy two t-shirts. Get one free. As I mentioned, a new shirt right around the corner. LemonIceDesigns.com. Very good. Thank you. And, and MockBandTees.com. Yep. Uh, Garen, of course, uh, not only is the pop culture beast on this program, he's also the producer of How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. You could hear him mumble and giggle over there if that's what you <laughs> like to do. We let him talk sometimes. Yeah, but he still kind of does it in a way where he doesn't feel like he, like he, you got no confidence behind when they let you talk. I kind of, well, I like to sort of let them do their thing because I enjoy just sitting here watching them do it. I'm listening. Like this. Well, that's it's, your whole bag, isn't it? Yeah, don't. Yeah. You don't corner watching that, anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know about Garen, right? That he likes to sit in the corner and watch uh, two dudes go at it. That's, uh, that's, well, has that come up on your show yet? Come up yet? <laughs> How to survive knowing that information? <laughs> I can tell you we haven't. We haven't. <laughs> we haven't solved it. How to do that. If yeah, you figure yeah. it out, tell us. Uh, oh. So much so that his mother uh, asked him about it. Yeah, she listens to our show. Yeah, and she, she found out from a podcast her son is a voyeur. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or is that voyeurism? I don't know what that's yes. called. Yeah. yeah. You jerk it, right? <laughs> I, I'm, I enjoy the scenery, and then I join in. Yeah, it's not like I'm. I'm not. Like, he's like a, he's like the sixth man on a basketball team. Okay. I know we've been talking a lot about sports. Like, yeah, why go back? He's, he sits on the bench. They play the game, and then he's like, you know what? I think we need some fresh <laughs> legs in there. <laughs> he yeah. jumps in when it's time. He jumps in, and uh, and and it, it just takes it to a whole new level. You know what? Good call. Yeah, yeah, fresh. I gotta make some more calls later. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Pandemic has slowed that down for you. Uh, Garen, what's your guess on this e-biz? And by the way, did you go see uh, Confess Fletch yet? No, I did not. But I did watch Hellraiser one and two. Okay. <laughs> How is it? I liked it very, very much. Okay. Uh, John Hamm's great in it, um, and the story's great. It's a it's a Fletch. It's a Gregory Gregory McDonald novel come to life. It's not a remake of. No. Got it. No, but. Every Fletch book is kind of that. Okay. They're all kind of the same. Okay. Um, but John is John is a great Fletch. I'm sure. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Oliver enjoyed it as well. Danielle liked it. But agrees John was great. I think he's a great actor performer. Mm-hmm. He's great in everything he does. Very has, funny. Has he ever done a role where his hair wasn't perfect? Because that <laughs> gets a little annoying to me. <laughs> I don't remember him on. I don't remember what he looked like on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, on that, that maybe that's the one. Yeah, because it was longer, right? It, it, it was like it, a ponytail. They did something interesting with yeah. it. Yeah, not interesting, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It might, might have been was, his actual it was a hair. wig. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, there was a wig. Elliot pointed out the other day, and I think we got to get this out into the universe, sure. That uh, John Hamm should uh, reboot um, Rockford Files. Yes. And he oh, should, yeah. And he, he could should, be a good James Garner. He would be totally. great. Yeah, totally. That's true. There's just enough humor, but it's, but it, but it's you know, he's charm and mad men best. Yes. You've got that. You've got action. You've got adventure. you got a little bit of snarky. Yeah. We're in prime reboot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch reboot? We, uh, we've watched all three and we like it very much. Oh, I didn't know there were three. I only watched one and I liked the one I saw. As I said before the show, I think Paul Reiser and Judy Greer are amazing on it. I love Paul Reiser. Yes, I do too. Treasure. Friend of the show. Well, if, you know, I don't want my husband to die, 
But if he does... You're going to go after Riser? I'm, we might end up together. No, you won't. He's, He's with the married. lady. He's with Paula. Well, she might die, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> it could work out. Okay. You have a whole scenario. I'm not out. trying to break up anybody. But he's also... 25 years older than significantly older than i am i don't usually like older men but i just delight in paul riser he plays it very i mean he's 66 years old and he 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 looks good and he plays it's just great yeah i think i just have a comedy crush on him is the truth not really like a romantic crush um and i also like rachel bloom yeah Yeah, as as, as do i i i I didn't mean to exclude her no no i I mean honestly everyone's everybody's great everybody's great kids great keegan's great the people i don't know are great yeah it's good Johnny Knoxville, eh, he's fine. You know what? Uh, <laughs> he's doing all right. He he's the right casting for that role. Yes, that's what I'll say. I was I was I kept getting disturbed that I couldn't see any tattoos on his arms. Oh, do they cover them all? They must have because his arms were plain, and I just kept thinking, well, everyone in Jackass is just covered with tattoos, right? Where are his tattoos? What's interesting is his character is supposed to be this edgy asshole comedian, yes. so he would have tattoos. Why would they cover them? And because I don't, unless he in real life he got them removed, but usually maybe. you can still see. You can see something. Yeah. Anyway. But maybe he had them removed and then covered up because that'd be an easier cover. True. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. otherwise he's in the chair for three hours to cover his tattoos. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot of time. Just have the character have tattoos. Exactly. Maybe it'll come up on one of the episodes. Well, when he's on here. Knoxville? As a guest, yeah. You yeah, can, we've we, got a stapler. We could get, <laughs> get him to do some, Put just his, offer that because yeah. he, I don't think he'll go on a podcast if he doesn't get to staple his testicles. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. It's a requirement. He, he never did that kind of. He didn't do that stuff? No, he did the, like the crazy shit, like getting into a ring with a bull. bull right. Yeah. Okay. Shooting himself out of a can. Yeah. I don't yes. think he did Steve-O was the, more of the staple guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You're you guys right. know I worked with Steve-O, right? No, no, I don't know the answer what? to that. Answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is... Yes, you did. <laughs> unpleasant. Oh. Um, well, I don't think he would be aware of how unpleasant it was for me, but I worked... Do you guys remember he used to host a show called Killer Karaoke? I, I don't. don't know Do you that. know that it was a game show called Killer Karaoke no. in which the contestants had to sing karaoke while doing um, dangerous situations, God. like oh, be lowered into... A vat full of like poisonous snakes that were in the water, and they'd be lowered in, but they still had to keep singing Wait, the what? song. Or they would have to get like attacked by aggressive dogs Jesus while they were singing. Christ. They'd be in like a suit, a protective suit, okay. suit or like walk through um, like cockroaches. Uh. Or go through like um, the, a, a bunch of cacti while blindfolded. This is a great idea for a show, but I never want to see it. Well, <laughs> I did. They brought me in for punch up. Okay. And I had to go. I, I, was, I, I had just given birth to twins like 11 weeks before that. They had just come home from the NICU. I went in and they were like, Steve-O wants you to come into the studio for punch up. And I'm like, okay. So I go in. And he's in a not a good mood. He doesn't like any of the script, which wasn't my script. So I was like, okay, this isn't my fault. And I'm handing in lines to prove. And he's like, just like, no, 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 no. And they were like, you're only going to be there for like two hours. But it's the hours are just going by. And at the time, I was breastfeeding. So I start like getting full mm-hmm. and you guys have both had wi- you've both had wives yes. <laughs> <laughs> at one time formerly I have had wife yes and I got very uncomfortable and very full I had twins just to remind you yeah. and I was in like an overproducer so I needed to pump if I wasn't home like every hour and a half oh, basically whoa. or it would get really uncomfortable and so I'm just like I start sweating and he's yelling he's like 
I realize in the middle of all this, he doesn't like the show from an ethical and moral standpoint because he's a vegan and he's worried about the animals. What? Yeah. So he doesn't even like the whole premise of the show that he's the host of. (laughs) So this is what he's upset about is like the snakes are being harmed. And I'm like, I can't get into all this shit right now. Like I have fucking humans to feed. Like, I'm sorry about the snakes. (laughs) Like, Also, not your department. This is like, I don't give a shit. I know this is a problem, but I can't fix it. So it was one of the worst professional experiences I've ever had. And I was so mad at him. Because I ended up getting mastitis, which is like an infection, a really bad infection you get. And I was like, I I went home and I had this really bad fever. And anyway, that was my day working with Steve-O. Well, know this. He's had more infections than you've ever had in your life. (laughs) (laughs) If that makes you feel any better. You know what? It does make me feel better. Well, where did that live? Where did that show live? If I use that phrase one more time, kick me in the balls. I I say it a lot. True TV, maybe? Third of our true. He only hosted eight episodes. Oh, because well, yeah. due to the snake, and then who jumped in? Who who? Mark McGrath hosted eight more. Mark episodes. McGrath came in. Yeah. He's the oh. one that's like on the IMDb page. It's Mark McGrath that's the cover face of it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. He also hosted that other that's that probably, singing bee or whatever. That was, don't he, forget the lyrics. He probably left because of the whole animal thing, well, or they fired him because he was a pain in the ass. Give a fuck. No, McGrath's in man. <laughs> that guy eats cockroaches he'll, for breakfast. He'll do anything. He could fly, right? That his, he just wants. He just wants to. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go back around the horn. We need to get Garen's answer here. Now, Garen, you, right? We didn't get Garen's E. No, we did. No. Oh, we no, did? Didn't. We didn't. No, no we didn't. No, we didn't. So, Expos and Eagles are off the tape. Yep. Now, <laughs> we did say that we could do minor league baseball teams, right? That was what yes. we agreed. I believe that's the third one I have. Is it the Eugene Emeralds? No! <laughs> I don't have the Emeralds. The double E? Oh, you got a double E. There's no extra no. points for that. Beep, no. beep. Nice MCO. one. MCO. I like it. MCO. <laughs> um, let me see. What, what was my other one here? I'm, uh, uh, wait, what was it? Eugene Emeralds. Yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah, it. that's my number four. Okay. <laughs> uh, and there's what? There, no, that was my number three. There's a number four here. There's one more. Uh, we go to Christine Kimmel, who gave us a great D last time with the Detroit Cougars. I really <laughs> doesn't fit in on I any aspect of the game. Really nailed that one. What do you got for E? Did I, you do some googling? No, I didn't. Or are you going to share one of ours? I use my brain. What'd you oh, go boy. with? I. Went with the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, so you're okay. going to share money with me? I hope so. Yeah, Jesus. I think that's probably a good good chance of winning. Yeah, but I like Expos. I like Expos a lot. Uh, all right, let's quickly, and I, there's no way not to go quickly, go through the fans here. Yeah, all right. So uh, they did manage to get 10 on the list. Isn't there a little bit of a... Oh, that's right. You said quickly. Yeah, but we can have music, bed. All right. Don't win money. Don't get big. What did fans think of? Uh, sucks. All right. Uh, they, somehow they filled out 10. I And I, they seem like they might be legit. I don't know. All right. Give us. Uh, number 10, Edmonton Eskimos. All right. Fine. Wow. Uh, then you got your Eugene Emeralds that you that you mentioned. That was oh. mentioned. Garen mentioned them. Now I realize that this is a joke. Florida Everblades. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe there's a. I bet there's a hockey, like a minor league hockey team. Or something. It sounds like it might be the or Everblades. Roller. Like and by the way, if not, that's a great name. Yeah. yeah. For the Everblades. Cool. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, For big. either hockey or uh, roller. Or roller hockey or roller, roller derby. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, if, it's, if it's not, you know, if, I'm going to tell you, if it's real, I'm buying a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm getting some merch. Karen's uh, gonna look it up. They are an ice hockey team. They're oh, an ice hockey good. team. Nice. And how's their logo? They got a great logo. 
You know what? I like their logo. The Everblades. Yeah. Turn your computer around. Turn your computer around. Hold on. Let me get a... Turn your computer around. Bright Let us see the screen. Oh. Oh, it's got a gator. Yeah. You like that. You know I like gators? In the shape of a boot. Trump. Trump would like it. He would love it. He's like, I want that on the wall. I need that. I need gators in the thing. That's a... Maybe the worst Trump impression of the world. <laughs> in fairness, I didn't really try, but I did try. I can't. I can't yeah. excuse myself completely. That was horrible. Uh, all right, you got the. You're up to seven, I think. Uh, probably uh, the Parramatta Eels, Sydney uh, Rugby League team. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Iowa Energy. I like oh, that. Interesting. Wait a minute. I think I heard something about them on the radio this morning. What? Oh. No, you did not. No, it, it was another team called the Energy. It was in. Uh, where were they? It's, uh, it was soccer, but it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't hate that name. Yeah. It, was it on this show that we talked about a team called Alice? Well, yeah, we talked about that because okay. that's the uh, the um, uh, that is the mascot for Vincennes High School. Ah, very good. Alice, where uh, Tim Hutcherson is a uh, fan. Oh, of right. So he, in fact, good good timing. Uh, he sent us a oh. sent us a book. Oh, okay. So the mail the mail is the mail is here. The mail is here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tim Hutcherson. I, be- I, I assume this comes from Tim Hutcherson. Alice of Old Vincennes, Webster's Hungarian Thesaurus edi- uh, Edition by Maurice Thompson. Here's a book that I will say publicly, I will never read one word of. Has anyone <laughs> read well, any words of that book? I mean, look, I mean, that's, this is banana times to just learn. Apparently, she uh, Alice may have been a woman of the night. Okay. But she's still somehow the... I don't want to use the word mascot because that sounds weird that it's a woman's name and say mascot, but she is the the school. Okay. Yeah. George Washington is a mascot for a mascot. You couldn't yeah, make. But that's a man, and I don't feel so <laughs> bad about it. Then say a woman is a mascot seems fucking horrible. She's their icon. She's their icon. And so it's, you have your, you have the Alice. I don't know if it's just Alice or the Alice's. The Alice's, yeah. I don't, anyway, that uh, I learned about that when it was in, I was in Bloomington, mm-hmm. and I said uh, to the uh, to Tim, how are the Alice's doing or whatever, and he, he said, oh, and I was like, what a horrible name for it. Why, why is that still a thing? Yes. And then he, then he explained Woman of the Night. And I said, well, then why is it still a thing? <laughs> Seems like you should get away from it. And he goes, they won't do it. And I said, well, is there talk of it? And he goes, no, there's not talk of it. So <laughs> then, then he said, I'm going to send you three a days later. I'm stuck with this fucking sh- thing. Thank they, you, Tim. Well, they couldn't make a <laughs> somewhat interesting story look less appealing. Right. Yeah. yeah that That's looked, a great point. That, I think it's self-published. Because it could be. You're right. That could be a great story. Yeah. That doesn't look like a story. It looks like there's going to be math equations. Inside. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like yeah, graduate. It, it it, that's, that looks like graduate level or Ph.D. level requirements for your thesis well yeah. you know what it is for esl efl elp emerson lincoln palmer get involved somehow <laughs> t-o-e-f-l t-o-e-i-c and ap test preparation yeah this is oh. this is a book that only three people have read and it's their their phd students yeah. look at look at the footnotes no, on the bottom yeah. look at the hungarian Nobody's foot- i know you that. said you wouldn't read one page of it jimmy but will you read one just like, a paragraph one just, just give us a sample just to pull a random phrase out of there yeah i feel like this needs a music bed but I don't have one. It was a long story as Beverly received it, told scrappily, but with certain rude art. In the end, Uncle Jason said with unctuous self-satisfaction, Mm-mm. and then a lot of, then he quoted, and it's a long fucking quote from Uncle, O-N-C-L-E-J-A-Z-O-N. Uncle, Uncle Jason. Uncle? Jason. Okay. And then Beverly is B-E-V-E-R-L-E-Y. Does this, yeah, this have to do with, what is it Hungarian, did you say? Old well, no, that's not the Hungarian part. But maybe maybe that's why this has the Hungarian thesaurus notes, is yeah, because they're, maybe okay. they're from Hungary or something. Beverly now recollected here in Kenton, 
tell the same grim story by a campfire in the hills of Kentucky. Somehow it had caught a new spirit in the French rendering. All right. Well, listen, wow. Tim, I don't even know if Tim sent this. I assume right. there's no note with it. It just came from Amazon. This sells on Amazon. Be okay. crazy if someone else sent it after you. That would be very yes. bizarre. Uh, by the way, this sells on Amazon and soon on eBay. So, a <laughs> uh, couple places to pick that Will book up. Will you sign it? You know what? That could be. <laughs> I'll sign it. That would be a good uh, prize. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If you match this, instead of getting $5, I'm going to give you this book. Mm. <laughs> or you think for some other game? I, I was thinking for someone else. I see. Not hey, as a prize to I'm me. I'm completely misunderstood. That's a better idea. If, if Eagles is the right answer, you get $10, she gets the book. That's what I just said. No, no. No, I thought no. you were splitting the money and then she gets the book. Oh, I say I get all 10 You get 10 because yeah, the, I said the book's her, easily worth 20 I, I said you don't get $5, you get the book. I don't like no, where sorry. this is going. I, I meant a, a really <laughs> no. lovely prize for a listener. You know what? I actually think you should pay Jimmy $10 and then you get the book. Yeah. And he Let's gets go, pony 10. up. Because that's as easily a $20 book. I don't, I'm a little confused about this whole situation because this is not a real person, right? I, I don't know. Alice, it you says mean? supposedly she's Alice a woman of Old Vi- Alice of Old Vincennes is a novel set in Vincennes during the American Revolutionary War. It was written in 1900. What? Well, maybe that's what this is. So, but Vincennes in the uh, all right. I, I I don't know. Is this like a go ask Alice thing where like they pretended it was a true story and then oh, yeah. it turns out it was just like a CIA agent wrote that it? That was to, a like, big scam. Kids. Can yeah. I just for one second uh, get in, get in on this? Uh, oh. Uh, oh yeah, because you don't have to. All right, I'm starting at page one of the glossary. <laughs> Holy shit! What is this book? Yeah, that's a lot of and 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 make no mistake. By the way, that 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 last page isn't uh, just a, no. It, never mind. It is. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, and I apologize for doing this when Chris is here. Uh, Tim Hutcherson from Vincent Zanana also sent us this. Uh, uh, this this is this is a we know this is from him. This is a separate piece of mail yeah. uh, that Tim sent. Is that the audio book? <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, this is uh, journeyman uh, middle reliever Jimmy Pardo. He made a little baseball card of me ah, throwing out the first pitch oh, nice. there. That's nice. Um, is it a magnet? Uh, it, yeah. He went to a photo. <laughs> he went to a Photoshop and had that printed out. Yeah, copy of him. <laughs> he probably had to get something notarized. Look at that. Oh, it's a magnet. It's a magnet. Wow. Nice. Hey, that's not a. Uh... And you just spent how many minutes shitting on him? Yeah. Oh, Tim's a great guy. Tim is uh, Tim, Tim is one of our top five fans. I, I like love Tim a lot. it. You're uh, shitting on the gift. Yeah. Shitting on the gift. Okay. Because it's basically the you know it's basically the uh, the Mitch Hedberg joke. You throw this away. Yeah. It's, it's it's that. Uh, for for the listener, it. by the way, you said that's a little card. That is not a little card. That is a double sized. Oh, four that's t- the, four times sized. Card. Yeah, that's a four by six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a little note in here. There was a little note I thought that said, uh, "Thanks for you know, thanks for nothing, asshole." <laughs> well, Enjoy thank you, Tim. This book. That's very nice. Very nice. Tim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got we got a great gift and a piece of shit, both from the same guy. <laughs> what That's, do fans think of? All right, go back. Uh, yeah, so the next we gotta one go. I, is, got a, I got a car to maybe pick up in eight minutes. <laughs> There's the San Jose Earthquakes. Oh. Oh, yeah. The Everton Football Club, which uh, yeah. I would never have picked. I'm mad that I didn't remember the Earthquakes, quite frankly. That's a big one. And I think I thought it and forgot it in the week that we've had to know that we were doing yeah. this. Yeah. Everton is the other Liverpool team. There's also the San Bernardino Quakes. 
Now that doesn't play into that. Would be Q though. though. That's Q. Oh, that's when I was thinking of them. When we were talking about whether we could do this, and we were like, "Well, is there a cue?" I was like, "The San Jose quakes." And then I realized it's not quakes; it's earthquakes. Um, but there is the San Bernardino quake. At least yeah. there was. All right, all right. Back when Derek Lee was on the team, you're welcome. Go ahead. All right. So the top three minor league baseball: Edmonton Elks, the El- Edmonton Elks. Elks. All right. And then the, the top two have already been said: the Montreal Expos and number one Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Yes. Now let's find out. This is not the match. I know, I'm just saying. I know. Now we have to match Elliot. <laughs> you match the fans, number one, so that's yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. You know what you win for that is Ooh. you get this book. Congratulations. Oh, you're going to love this. Alice of Old Vincennes, written by Maurice Thompson. My pleasure. What if I read it and loved it? You know what? It probably is Maybe it's really good. interesting. We're, we are doing the thing you're told not to do. We are judging this book by its cover. Yeah, yeah and title. But and, I, uh, and the more we're think... learning about it, the less it sounds like it's just a pure textbook. Good. She interrupted with spirit. <laughs> wow it Good was timing the there highest selling book in uh the united states in 1900 was it really and the second best selling book in 1901 huh wow what beat it the crisis yeah, yeah you ever read that the best oh, it's fantastic so riveting you really you can't put it down you, you cannot you, put you it down. have to read it with the hungarian footnotes though <laughs> <laughs> you're really missing out if you don't have those here here go ahead all right so these are my top five these are the five you thought of yep so my number five Albany Empire, which right. uh, I had to look that up, but okay. that's, but I grew up in that area and I've never heard of them. All right. <laughs> There's the Albany Patroons, which was a, a lower division basketball team. Can but, I ask a question? Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I would say my answer to that is yes. Jimmy. What do you do? That was <laughs> almost remember the other day off the air. We were having a meeting and I the drink went down oh, the wrong spot. You, yeah. You had the worst case of that I've ever seen in my yeah, life. It lasted for like two or three minutes. You had it, to leave it was the more room. than two or three minutes. Well, the main part of it was two or three minutes, and then you were still recovering it took after you that. The rest of the day to I did. come back from And it. it's 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 for some reason it's embarrassing. It's when yeah, when the water goes on the wrong pipe, it's such a simple thing that everyone experiences. Oh, and it hurts and yeah. your eyes well up and oh it was awful. Yeah. And you just were like, why why? Why does this have to be a nine minute ordeal now? Right. So uh, dumb. I just made a mistake. I made a big mistake. It's like when I murdered somebody. Oh. Why has it got to be a big deal? I got to go. <laughs> go ahead, Elliot. Number five. Oh, no, my question was this. I still do have a question. Yeah. Uh, what was your team name there? The number five? Uh, Empire. Uh, from Albany. What, what sport, please? Oh, I don't know. Okay. The pro- yeah, see, so what I, I, I think it was baseball, but I'm not sure. I, you know, New York is the Empire State, and Albany yeah. is the capital of New York, and I grew up around there. So I was like thinking, there must be a team called the Empire, and then I did no research and, and left at that. They are a former professional arena football team based in Albany, New York. Oh, there you go. Okay. So is the L.A. Kiss. We're not going to include that. Number five. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, Empire also is a, a song by Queensryche. So you could just One eight hundred Empire. Good flooring over there. Two, three hundred. That's what it is. Eight hundred. Why are you shaking your head? That was a nice piece of business. I don't know. They sang it while you made your joke. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a win true. for everybody. You know what? You get a book. <laughs> <laughs> what if you, if you really had six of those? I have in six there? of them and just handed them out. No. But by the way, don't give. We do not need ideas. more books. We no, don't need books. Give anyone the idea. No, please go right ahead. Uh, so that was my number five. My number four. Yes, San Jose earthquakes. The earthquakes mm-hmm. was number four. Yep. Very good. All right, so here we go. Now here come the big three. All right. So number three. <laughs> yeah. Montreal Expos. God damn it. Not the, even a top in the three two. Hole. So what's number two for this dick? So n- num- number two, so number two, I, I, I feel like you're going to get mad at me, but it was the second thing that occurred to me. Yes. Which is the LA Express, which was the USFL. Oh, yeah. I, I have expressed. I will tell you this. There is another team somewhere with the name Express. Sure. What's but FL? For me, 
football league? That's U- the USFL, old football yeah. league. Like the, there was a competing league for a little bit. So I, not, I, accept, I, I, accept, I accept express. That's hard to say back to back. Just on personal because they are a current team. Okay, very for good. For some league. All right. But that's the only reason why it occurred to and me. Number one, number get the one, money out. Two we, people are splitting. Yep, we have a winner. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, play the song. Okay, wait. Which, oh, this one. Uh, there we go. This is the longest episode in the history of this show. Is it really? Why did it go so long? I don't know, because Christine Kimmel told that story about the uh, <laughs> Neils that lasted 75 minutes. <laughs> it's because we won't shut up. That's why. That's true. We're tight on time, and I still went, let's do mail, like a fucking idiot. One, Two weeks. sucks. This uh, is exciting. <laughs> We've never done a double payout. Oh, we got a double. Dude, are you going to do it at the same time? Yes. That's, oh, boy. That is my ambition. So here's what we're doing. Yes. Uh, Chris, you're going to put your hand out, and we're going to count to five by fives. Well, going to put your hand here we, yeah, go. we go. Put your hands around there. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, there you go. Remember, I have a torn labor. Don't go too hard okay. on this arm. Hey, right, you uh, guys ready? ready? Joker's Wild Style counting up by five, two, five. 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 All right. <laughs> Worth it. I am $5 richer than I was moments ago, and I, I now have the con. That's the beauty of tying me. You don't have to, uh, no homework. It all falls it. on me to come up with the See, here, here's the only thing. F. I, I have to complain about every time I don't win. And this is my, <laughs> this is my complaint now. What are you complaining about? When it was D, the obvious answer was Dodgers. Yeah. And he went Ducks. Yeah. So yeah. when it's E, I went with the bird. The but, obvious but e- answer would be Eagles. And you didn't choose. And I said Expos. Now, I didn't think of the Eagles, so I only have myself to blame. Mm-hmm. But it's like... He's not consistent, is my point. I, they're, they're, they're both birds. I don't know what the problem is here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's he's doing it to get under your skin. Yeah, no, I know he is. <laughs> what are you a? I don't know. <laughs> An instigator? I couldn't think of a single word. But for for the record, and there there yeah. there has been some 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 chitter chatter that I play games with. I actually I did this the day that E came in, and I numbered them at that time. So there's so you, no there's no game. So you thought Eagles before the Eagles was the first thing and you I thought, thought of. Ducks before Dodgers. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Listen, it's not I, explainable. He is. Uh, I think he's the most trustworthy guy. No, we I, know. I, I agree. That person we know. That's I've been thinking true. about this. I'm actually. You don't my, think you are? No, no, I am. <laughs> but here's why. It's it's actually selfish. I am vain about my honesty. If yeah. somebody thought I was not honest, oh, I would I would be I would be upset. Yeah, that's your kink. That's like your your yeah, Karen in the that's corner thing. Let me ask you this: Do you jerk it every time you're being honest? I mean, not right then. Not, yeah. At, the end, at well, the end of the day, well, if I'm being honest, glug, uh, Garen, glug. That's me. Uh, that's somebody coming at the end. Yeah, uh, uh, uh glug, glug. Uh, yes, for hmm. humor. Yeah. We sold shirts. <laughs> ask how well they sold. Not well. <laughs> well, glug is a swal- to me is the swallowing. What? Yeah, it's a swallow. That's sound a swallowing to me. Noise. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like glug, 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 glug. Yeah, but it's, it's actually I, not the sound of swallowing. It's the sound that the same thing is coming, coming out. out. Yeah, it's liquid. I mean, you I know, thought, water isn't wet. It's actually what the... All right, pot. Uh, coming at you, Garen. Nah. Let's pretend I caught that. That was tiny and very hard to see yeah. in transit. Um, Christine Kimball. Yeah. Much like your glug. I'm very happy with it. 
Uh, I believe you can get some. Can you still get Glug shirts over there at Podswag? I, I imagine there's some available. Yeah, I probably didn't I sell thought, out. I thought we were out. I thought we were down to stickers or something. Or maybe there. they maybe they threw them in the incinerator. <laughs> or, yeah, the or, we're, or we're going to see. You know, there's been flooding in. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, where was the flood? Puerto Rico? Is that where the yeah, flooding yeah, is? Yeah. Yeah. And they just show they're just a bunch of people walking around with Glug Refugees shirts. Refugees wearing oh, Glug shirts. Oh, yeah. those poor people. Mm. <laughs> or. Maybe we get some new listeners out of it. <laughs> One man's disaster is another man's. Uh, T-shirt sales. I don't think people who lost their home to a, to a flood should have something saying glug. Like, that doesn't yeah, seem like a that, good They might have heard that noise thing. too often in a well, sad way. I'm, I'm pretty sure there were some lazy queens left over as well. Yeah. That whole thing didn't pan out. What do we got over there, Potswagger? They're gone. So Just what? the new logo ones. Uh, oh, that's it. So everything else is gone. Hmm. One way or another. Shirt-wise, the, the blanket's still there, oh. and the stickers are still there. All right. That, this is how many blankets are left? We got two blankets left. You better get on it. Uh, blanket. I do right. know somebody Ernest tweeted blanket. at me that they uh, they recently bought a, uh, a blanket. I like the gun one. Do you have that one Go still? fuck your gun. That's over there at Lemonized Designs. I want to get that one. There's five different designs. I recommend the Constitution one. Okay. Looks great. But well, they'll look great. And it's more subtle. So, like... If you're walking down the street, someone's not going to go, what the hell does your shirt say? They'll just be like, oh, it's some script. I can't read it. Yeah. You have to really squint to understand that it's telling people to fuck off if they have a gun. But again, don't wear it to a doctor's office. All right, here we go. Uh, The lady's name is Christine Kimmel. I call her Chris, and I will refuse to not do so. Uh, The name of the program is How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, which, by the way, Christine, uh, I was in Bloomington, Indiana doing stand-up comedy over the weekend, and I I told my beautiful wife this. I should share it with you. Lots of uh, nice notices about your podcast. Oh, I love to hear that. Lots of people that came to see me do my nonsense also said, oh, and by the way, I love Danielle's podcast. And I said, we don't care for Christine. Yes, we do not. No, that's fine. (laughs) I think they're only Uh, tuning in for Danielle. uh, But a a lot of nice uh, reviews. So uh, I love it. You should know that the people are enjoying it. I'm glad. That's Uh, why we do it. And uh, one of my uh, guy that I used to work with in the mall, Jody, um, loves it. Absolutely loves it. How's Jody doing? Jody's doing well. He's got a, a young boy whose name I can't think of at the moment. I heard he took a vacation far away. Uh, that's Josie. <laughs> well, <laughs> he also did, though. Uh, Jody. Jody Jr. What? There's not a lot of Jody Juniors. There's not a lot of Jodies. No. I'm pretty sure that's not his real name. Really? Right? I think it's one of those where it's... Uh, Joseph Josebadia. Is it Jobadiah. Jody or is it like Jody? It's like, J O D Y. That's so jarring. Right, you don't put that on a birth certificate, right? Well, that's like Jody Foster. What's her f- full name? Or is that not her name? Well, at that's J O D I E, right? Well, what's I think this guy it's J O D Y. Oh, yeah, you said Jody Foster. Know. No, hers is J O D I E, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. She played Nell. So did Jody. And- Jody, oh really? The Jody did a high of, school production of Nell. Jody Rice did a uh, <laughs> high school production of Nelly, and they they they, the they, they were uh, they flipped the casting and they went with the gentleman. Interesting, interesting yeah, story. It, makes it was sense. It was They're very woke. progressive, or yeah. is it? Or is it regressive? Or is it regressive? Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah, it's more jarring when it's a man named Jody. Yeah, because it seems like well, you have to be a serial killer then. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm not so sure this man hasn't killed. I'm 100% sure he's not. <laughs> Great guy. One of the guys that I met up with when I we, we had that reunion. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys. Has everybody heard that ringing? No. No. Wait, seriously? Yeah. I don't hear it. I don't hear ringing in the headphones or in the world. Seriously, you do not hear like a like a low tone? No. 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 What does this mean now? Let's add this to the fucking list. Is it from the chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Did one of your uh, colloquially uh, things die? Wait, hang on. You still hear it? Without your earphones in? Okay, so maybe there's something happening. That happens once in a while where suddenly I hear just like a... Dude, this was different, though. This was different than what I usually hear. 
Mm-hmm. Um, is it gone I now? Usually, I usually hear voices talking to murder. <laughs> Jesus. And I ignore them. A lot of murder You're the talk. Jody. <laughs> uh, she brought it up when she talked about something else that was offensive. <laughs> 9-11? Well, no, 9-11. That's a, that's a mainstay of this program. <laughs> yeah. What would we do if that never happened? Um, we wouldn't have started the podcast, obviously. Uh, like, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing. Uh, again, How to Survive with Daniel and Christine. It's wonderful. Go listen to it. Support it. It's part of Misfit Toys. Yes. Um, and uh, it's a great show. I listen, I listen every week and I enjoy it every week. Thank you. The guests are all great. Uh, the, the, the preamble that you guys do is all great. Thank I you. love it. We're trying. We're just trying almost our best. <laughs> <laughs> Let's agree, though, and then we'll get out of here. Production's a little weak, right? <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it off the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, that is, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. Uh, I think I said it in the last episode, but I'll say it again. Thanks, everybody that came to uh, Bloomington to see the live show. By the way, as a reminder, if you, if you don't have a chance, go to my website. You can get the tour merchandise uh, there. And if you don't, that's fine, too. Whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, maybe you be stuck with a closet full of fucking magnets. Um <laughs> Come on over. I may, I may have overbought everything. You seem to do that a lot. I'm not good. Well, you know, I always go to what it, what the price break is. Yeah. And the price break is usually a little more than what I yeah. uh, what I move. Yeah. And uh, uh, by like 6,500. Yeah. By <laughs> a lot. Uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, uh, that is Garen Cockrell, the producer of the aforementioned podcast. Behind the sushi desk, that's Johnny Sambar. He has not a new nickname oh. in a while. That's true. And Johnny Sambar for a long time. Well, although, like, what did I call him earlier? Dick fuck? Did I call him? <laughs> yeah. You can't put that. That's a, no. that's a, you say that to everybody. I do. Yeah, you can't make it it's just It's got to be special. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's special. Uh, unique is the mm-hmm. word we're looking for. Mm-hmm. That's Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Matt Bell, and our great friend Christine Kimmel. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten.